Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm. Well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> Yo, what is up, Aftermath Army? Welcome to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, episode 184. We are the most uninformed podcast, uninformed moto podcast on the interwebs. It's proven. Look it up. Wikipedia. Anyway, we are here um, doing our 450, our 2022 450 Supercross season preview show. Now, in all fairness, we did record the show already. I am recording this after the fact. I screwed up. And uh, because we've been off for a few weeks, I did not start the audio recorder when we started the whole intro. So we basically went through the whole intro. And then I realized I didn't start the audio recorder. And so now I am filming this, uh, which is all right, because now I can just read through it. We don't have all the other BS that we get into, although we did stay on track most of this podcast here for our 450 season preview. But anyway, on this episode, um, we have regular co-host Justin. We have our Supercross-only deal, Cole, who is co-hosting in studio with me. And then we have Coach Rob on the phone for the first half of the show. We do take a break midway through the show, too, because we're using multiple cameras, so we got to reset batteries, etc. Uh, we're trying new stuff, as always, and uh, 2022 is no different. We've got some big things coming down the line here, some new people, some new guests we're going to have on. And uh, probably some people that I don't even know are going to come on at this point, but we will get them on eventually. But before we get started, want to thank our sponsors. So presenting sponsors for this year, first up, Complete Racing Solutions and the Moto E Academy. Moto E, number one in motocross and off-road performance. CompleteRacingSolutions.com for your Moto E membership. They are the most comprehensive yet easiest online program to follow with over 280 amateur titles and four number one AMA pro plates. The process and the system are validated. Membership to the Moto E Academy includes two live webinars with Coach Rob to answer questions and discuss everything relevant to health, wellness, and performance. Again, CompleteRacingSolutions.com. It does work. I have used uh, Coach Rob's advice at length. I have gone from... I was a marathon runner. I kind of got out of shape with the whole COVID thing, as everyone did. Um, started back up in the whole workout thing was struggling hard the first couple weeks. I used some of Coach Rob's advice, hit him up, and uh, basically figured out what I was doing wrong. And I've worked my way back into, we'll call it being in shape. I am getting older now, so I'm not quite as young and nimble as I was when I was running marathons at full blast. Uh, but I'm at least back to the point where I'm in somewhat of shape, getting better every day and progressing. And so uh, Coach Rob was a vital tool in that. I used a lot of advice from him throughout this process here of the last, um, uh, shoot, what is it, 12 months now at this point. Um, so yeah, make sure to check them out. Again, CompleteRacingSolutions.com. Also back this year with us uh, for presenting sponsor, Premier Custom Trailers. Do you need a trailer, commercial or residential? Well, Premier Custom Trailers has what you need. They work with the best manufacturers in the industry and specialize in all your trailer needs, sales, service, parts or rentals they do it all 
PremierCustomTrailers.com, located five minutes south of Kalamazoo on US-131 in Schoolcraft, Michigan. They put the custom in customer service. I have a nice new 14-foot enclosed trailer from Premier Custom Trailers. They hooked us up on that. Uh, if you've watched some of the vlogs we've put out, well, I guess they're not quite out yet. Some of the vlogs we will be putting out here, uh, we did use the trailer for some of them at the end of the year. It, it basically, as everyone knows, 2021 has been a shit show and it took a while to get the trailer. I'm super pumped on it. Got the air conditioning unit with it. Everything works awesome. It tows great, looks great. Uh, so again, make sure to check them out. PremierCustomTrailers.com. Also, our final presenting sponsor, they've been with us since the beginning, TLR Coatings. Michigan's number one custom powder coating shop. From two-tone wheels to motorcycle frames to small batch production jobs, TLR Coatings will powder coat anything metal the right way. Looking for some custom Cerakoting? We do that too. TLR Coatings, serving southwest Michigan and the surrounding areas for over five years. Check them out, tlrcoatings.com or on all social media networks at TLR Coatings. And yes, we are on TikTok as well. Also on board with us here this year, uh, back on board with us, Alias Sport for their CBD pain balm and uh, chill oil. Again, we all use it. My kid uses it, the pain balm, not the chill oil, the pain balm on her knees. She has bad knees already. It's a genetics thing. Uh, I use the pain balm on certain aspects of me after working out or riding. My chick uses it. Justin uses it. Cole uses it. It is great. Privateers like Chiz use it. Great thing. Again, aliasport.com. Check them out. Get yours today. Also back on board with us this year, the Dirt Bike Depot, the dirt-bikedepot.com. 10% off. So you can get 10% off anything on their site. When you check out, use code TMAS. That's T-M-A-S-10. TMAS10 at checkout for 10% off anything on that website. Again, gear, boots, whole nine yards. Uh, also on board with us this year, JT Cycle. Husky, Gas Gas, Beta, Suzuki, Steel Lawn, or Steel Lawn Equipment, uh, Gravely Motors, Simplicity Mowers, all that kind of stuff. Make sure to check them out, jtcycle.com. Graphics this year on the 450, which if you haven't been watching, you should be. That whole series is out now, our 2015 CRF 450 build. Adept Creative Co. backing some of your favorite privateers like Jerry Robin, Jeff Walker, uh, adeptmx.com. You can get 30% off with them with the code aftermath 21. So go get yourself some graphics, super nice graphics, super thick. I know when I got my set for the CRF 450, Kev was in town. I was having him put them on and he was like, Hey man, the only way I'll put graphics on is if they're the nice thick graphics. They are, they're super nice. They're super thick. They go on really well. So make sure again to go check them out. New sponsor on board with us. Gutterworks, seamless gutters and exteriors, gutterworksgutters.com. Again, awesome seamless gutters. They do fantastic work. Make sure to go check them out. Then also want to throw some thank yous to Isaac Nelson Design, IsaacNelsonDesigns.com. He does uh, some of the thumbnails for us, and he does, like, if you've seen the new logo, which I have on the shirt right here. Um, he, he is doing logos, thumbnails, et cetera, for us. So make sure to go check him out. Really cool dude out of Minnesota. He can help you out with some logo design stuff and helping us out this year too and getting us race footage that we wouldn't normally have, et cetera. Uh, Clutch Media, make sure to check him out, clutchracing.net, or you can follow him on Instagram at clutchmedia.films. Yeah, clutch 
on Instagram. Does a lot of cool stuff with like Dirt Bike Depot because they're both from Florida. He's doing Kev's vlogs. He's doing uh, Meshi's vlogs. So lots of cool stuff coming from them. Um, if you want to buy merch, Amazon links that you can click on to help us out, Patreon, any of that stuff, links all in the description down below. Want to thank our one Patreon that's left. We've had several over the years. Um, pay, uh, we've only got one that's been steady. Uh, so Curtis Hodges, shout out to you. Thank you for the support every month. You probably forgot that you subscribe to that and it's such a small amount that you don't even care. But again, big shout out. Thank you to you. Make sure if you're watching on YouTube to like, subscribe, comment down below. If you're listening on the podcast versions, make sure you leave us a five-star review. That'll help us out. Get us up towards the top of the list. Um, if you are watching on YouTube and you want to listen, uh, you can check us out. SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. We are everywhere there. And I believe that is it for the intro read. Sorry, I know it's getting long. We just are, unfortunately, we're becoming better, I guess you'd say. And so we're getting more people to help us out and we're picking up more people. But anyway, super awesome show we did. Went a little longer than normal, about three and a half hours, talking 450 Supercross for 2022. Again, Coach Rob was on with us at the beginning of the show. He had some family stuff, so he couldn't stay on the whole time, but whatever, we got him in at the beginning. Uh, also talked about Stu's new podcast and the Supercross Futures that no one seems to know what the hell's going on with this year. So thanks for tuning in. Hope you all enjoyed it. And here we go. We'll break in after the intro, which I didn't record on the sound. Adios. Just hearing it off the cameras. Yeah. Well, that's except, happened before, and it's except they can't hear Coach. So, oh, that's well. He, we haven't given him time to say anything. So, <laughs> yeah, we've been reading sponsors. The it's whole fine. Damn time. It's we've fine. been reading sponsors the Dude, whole you remember damn the time. Show cooks. He's like, how the fuck? You guys got to tone that down a little bit. I know. Like a ten minute long intro read. Sorry, I don't know what to tell All right. you. All right, let's go. Come on. All right. Yeah, so anyway, here we go. Okay. Well, you know, this is pretty much how the show goes. So whatever. Anyway. Okay. Sorry, so here coach. we go. Yeah. Sorry, Coach. We, uh, we didn't get you on that intro. <laughs> no, no worries. We're uh, hey, not professional. Look at here. it. Think about it this way. As hard as you guys have worked, these are great success problems. You have yeah, 15 right. minutes of partners. We'll yeah. take it. We right. will take it all the way to the bank. Mm. Thank you, sponsors. This Thank is going to be interesting you. now for me to Love put it. this together because I'm going to have to put it together basically off that camera. <laughs> All right, what's his question? <laughs> For the first intro. All right, so first two things we got to talk about. Coach, you may know something about some of this. Um, the SX Futures. Does anybody know what the fuck is happening with that? What do you mean? So they're having these races at random fucking regards? places. So, yeah. I, I mean, okay, so literally the only thing I know is SX Futures is not what it was. Okay, we don't have the... Um, uh, what's it called? We don't have like the all day where yeah. it's everything, 65, yeah, yeah. 50s, everything. Mm. We're basically having the 250 class at select rounds. Oh, the- for like, is it going to be like an intermission program or at, to this point, still nobody knows. Supposedly they're going to be on TV is what I heard on main event moto, but I don't really know. And then like, how is this qualifying process work? Like coach, I'm sure you have guys that are going to these. Cause there's like, there's been like a random one at like AZ cycle park or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which according yeah. to what I heard on, schmulp mx last week from Kiefer was like the guys went there expecting to ride a supercross track and ended up having to ride outdoors yeah, yeah. and then like they didn't yeah have, that's I, I that's been the lion chair the what the what i apologize that's been the lion's share of the format so if you look at the majority of the races so far the 
the top AB riders have to go race a motocross track to punch their card to do a full-blown supercross track at a city close to you. So, for example, I have a rider, Ryan um, Ryan Munson, and he's from Colorado, living in Florida, training with us full-time. So he punched his card at WW Ranch to race the Futures race in the Atlanta Supercross race. So for the life of me, I do not understand how Supercross can think that showing your proficiency in motocross track shows that you know how to perfectly time a Supercross track to scale with Supercross suspension against 20 of the fastest riders in the world. I don't quite understand it. Yeah, let's just make this shit way more complicated than it already is. Yeah, yeah well, they better and, have double well, the ambulances. Complicated and dangerous as hell. Yeah. Well, think well, about how dangerous that is. And I do apologize because now thinking I, I screwed that up. So they did a qualifier at Paula, and Paula, they rode the outdoor track, not a supercross well, they're track. they're also doing it at a track in Texas this a- year, too. Yeah, so, yeah but AZ cycle, AZ cycle Park, they rode um, Chris Blose's yeah. practice track yeah. there, which I heard was sketchy as fuck, and there were so many people got carted Whoops, off. Probably 10 feet Three tall. Palms in Texas yep. is one of them, but they built a supercross track. Yeah, they've had a supercross track for a long time, but it wasn't clear, though, when it first came out if they were going to be doing yeah. it on the supercross track or the outdoor track. Yeah, and then... Um, WW, I think, is doing one, but they built a full Supercross track. I saw that the other oh, day on their Instagram. Oh, good for so, they, so they built a full... So like most of the places I think they're doing qualifiers, there's actually Supercross to ride, but how sketchy it is, who knows? And like I said, you go to like the Paula one, and you're riding the outdoor track on Supercross suspension. And from what I understand, there were a bunch of dudes that showed up with SX suspension on their bike and then are like, um, how, how are we yeah. supposed to ride this outdoor track with SX suspension? I didn't know well, how this was going to go. So I, I haven't paid attention to all this. So I'm probably the least informed one out of everybody. On Trust me, there's not a lot of information uh, out there. But either. like, so how are they like? How are they taking the qualifiers? I like, don't how many people know? So like, can you imagine though? You show up to like one of the outdoor races, and you're just like, you're pretty good at outdoors, but you've never ridden a supercross track in your life, and you just you squeak in. It's like qualifying for Loretta's, and you get tenth. Yeah, and you qualify in. Now you're gonna have that guy go out and ride a supercross track. And that guy has never ridden a supercross oh, so track in his life. Man. So dangerous. It, it's like back in the day when you would get your it's you know you get your supercross license from outdoors, and then you try to go right in and ride 450 class, never riding a supercross track in your life. You don't have supercross suspension because you don't know how to set your chassis up. Yeah. And then they go bomb the whoops the first lap, skip across, drop in, and pile drive themselves and end up in an ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, and coach, you have might have some insight on this. Where are these guys going to practice for a real supercross track? Um, would it? Would you say there's only one public one that's built? WW, WW, and Three Palms have both built them. And, and I don't if know. You're if not a star guy. You ain't getting on a star track. Yeah, I don't know if there's. Well, California, I think they're facilities. starting to like tone back who can get on what. But now a lot of these facilities I know in California are now having a other Supercross track gotcha. being built for like situations like that. Like I said, there's next to no one for. It's not like Feld has put out a huge press release that we've all seen. Like, okay, you're gonna have these. Quit playing footsies with me. We're gonna have these. <laughs> These qualifying places, we're going to ride a full Supercross. Then these kit, the this many people that qualify are going to go to these races. This is why we need to actually race. Like it's fucking stupid. This is like, why it's we need absolutely a, fucking stupid as we to what we're doing. This is why we need to arena cross back. Usually, Feld does better at putting this stuff out there, but like I don't know. 
I mean, I yeah, I have no idea. It's it's a weird it's a weird situation of just like they made an announcement of like, oh, futures is back. But even when they made that announcement, there wasn't a whole announcement of like, oh, we're only gonna do like two fifty A riders Coach, or like pro are, sport riders. Uh, Coach, is any of your other guys doing it? Is Crockett doing any of them? That's what I was gonna really ask. No. Um the only guys that I've got doing it are the ones that are trying to actually get their pro card. Okay. Uh for the rest of them, uh kind of like what Cole said. Like with Rylan Munson, the only track that he can practice on here in Florida is Tyler Rattray does have a supercross track. Mm -hmm. And you have to show up and show your proficiency, and then he will actually train you. So, like, my rider is working with Tyler on uh, Mondays and Thursdays of every week. So, um, if it's my understanding, and and I've actually reached out to Rylan since we started tonight's call to see. uh, My question to him was, have you actually punched your card into both Arlington and, and in Atlanta. And I think the answer is yes. Cause he put up on his Instagram showing, you know, his, his card. And it says Atlanta supercross. It says Arlington supercross. And to your point though, Travis, WW just built that supercross track, but those guys, if I'm not mistaken, have already punched their card through. So it's kind of like <laughs> the track got built after the fact, because now of course they want to leverage these guys that want to get their experience on a supercross track. Yeah. But here's something that I don't know that people are keeping in mind. Think about the original road to Supercross. You know, you went to Arena Cross. Arena Cross was supposed to be a transitional phase into full-blown Supercross. These guys nowadays don't even get that chance. It's go qualify in an outdoor track, go straight to a full-blown Supercross track. You have, as Cole said, very little to no place to practice it. So as Trap, excuse me, as Justin had said, you have no idea how to set up the chassis, suspension, everything in between. I think that the futures race is going to be a show of courage. And I don't mean to be negative, but I don't know, you know, unless you're a Jet Reynolds that's been practicing on a supercross track for two years or the star Yamaha guys like Levi Kitchen and those guys. Now, obviously they're pro now, but the point being is if this was two years earlier, those guys have at least had a chance um, and I guess as I'm saying that out loud, the only other, uh, the only other facility that I know that those guys could do it would be MTF. Mm-hmm. So if you're a futures rider, you could probably get the experience at MTF. Yeah. Of course, it's going to cost you twenty five thousand dollars. You could practice and, and there. It's going to be a disaster. I mean, GPF wasn't making any money off guys coming and run their supercross track, so they doze it over and turned it into basically a, an SJO track, a fair well, cross and, track. And so. like and like club supercross track is getting like more and more intense every year. So a lot of guys are like, don't even want to ride it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I don't so know. Gnarly. Like <laughs> I think the front runners. But, Cole, but think about what think about what Cole said though. Josh Woods at GPF did a great job building a track. That Supercross track was nowhere near to scale what these guys are going to be asked to do Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. Atlanta. Well, the problem too is that's what's so frightening. Even guys riding arena cross that are trying to like train for, you know, probably East coast Supercross dude, no offense to like Hoosier and kicker, but like the arena cross tracks now are, absolute joke oh, yeah, it's like a fair cross track well that's like the whoops are the like 65 and 85 kids in the night show yeah now. but still though i remember doing going to buku and oh, toyota yeah. and all that and it didn't matter they still did them on the night that the pro nights they didn't Darcy give a shit. back in the day yeah like, like that one that kev was at earlier this year before he f- went out and did paris yeah like the whoops were just literally the size of breaking bumps yeah and the rhythm section was a, a two three over a table that a kid on a 125 could hit yeah, it's, it's really it's really sad that like so outdoors there's such a qualifying thing to get into or to get your pro card and then you go to the indoors and it's just like good luck. 
which is absolutely and, and, and it it's like ass backwards to me because, yeah, because everybody's like be the biggest supercross thing. supercross like that's all we make our money off like everybody's got to focus but so hard on it away for and we have no way for anybody to get into it yeah but that's because we have an entertainment company running the series yep yeah. All right. Well, you got another question. Well, yeah. think a, think oh. about how scary that is, though. What is what's the number one reason why? Well, I, I hate those kind of questions. What annoys me is the fact that the number one reason we have six top guys at the end of the season is because of injuries. Mm-hmm. So now right. what we're going to do is we're going to break the riders even earlier. So before they even get to the 250 class and go and pay to practice at facilities that have supercross tracks. Now we're going to take our top AB riders and give them this incredibly difficult challenge of practice and race on an outdoor track, punch your card into a supercross race, and hope that you can figure it out in time for Atlanta, Arlington, and all the other future races. It's a good way to get a lot of. I mean, I just absolutely, I totally agree, Justin. Absolutely agree. And we're going to step back and go. Well, that didn't work yet again. Yep. Like, I mean, we have a pretty good talent pool coming. No, we don't. I mean, with this kind of shit, it might make it even smaller, you know? Like, yeah, it, I mean, it, the guys below them are going to see these guys come in at 18, 19 years old, get hurt right away, and be really discouraged. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the top guys, like the star guys and that kind of stuff, they're all going to be fine because they ride in Supercross already. Well, yeah, it's like but, it, but it's going to be like the other kids that fill out the gate, you're going to be like... Yeah, what about the kid that's super off. talented and never going to yeah. be like, Gavin, like, like Gavin Towers. Yeah. Like Gavin Towers right now is uber talented and just shows how good he is. Now that he's... I mean, he was on a good bike at Cowie, but like that Yamaha, you know, we know the 250F, and he killed it at Minio's, yeah. but I don't really know what the extent of his Yamaha program is, so who knows when yeah. he's going to actually touch a real Supercross track. And yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's already riding one, but you look at it, the disadvantage that he has compared to a Matt LeBlanc or a Nick Romano or a Chance Hymas. Yeah. You know, so like, and that's a kid that could be just as good as those guys, but probably doesn't have the same opportunity. Yeah. But let's not dive too deep into amateurs here because we are here to talk about yes. 450 Supercross for 2022. No, we just did a little showing itself there. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> one other one other thing to talk about here before we before we really get going here. Stu's back. Stu is back. Was you listen to that yet, Coach? Yes, I have listened to it. Yes, sir. I listened to it as soon as it I went. Haven't. I what, haven't. What did you guys think of it? I've been listening to it today. I'm out of this I, one. I liked it, man. I thought it was good. Um, my whole thing is I hope he sticks with it. Um, there's a little glimmer of hope that he is going to stick with it because it's on his own terms now. He yeah. kind of mentioned the Feld thing. Yeah. And he was doing it on their terms. Yeah. And enjoyed it. Now he's going to talk about the sport on his turn. Mm-hmm. He put the money into a studio. Um, Kicked his brother out, he said. <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like he's got a producer. He yanked the guy from Feld, and the guy, the guy that was producing those videos yeah. for Feld is doing this for him. Yep. So, um, I mean, I, I don't care who you are. His opinion is valuable to me, even if I don't agree with it, just because mm-hmm. of what he's done, what he's seen. He's one of the few guys that have single-handedly changed the sport. Yeah, so. there wasn't quite a whole lot of information in the first one here that I was like, "Oh my god, that's awesome!" It was basically there, just there were a couple little intro. interesting there, tidbits. There was in a there. couple little tidbits that I was like, "Yeah, okay, that's all right," but it wasn't wasn't crazy awesome. But I'm excited that he's back talking. He's going to talk yeah. about stuff. He seems like he's a big fan of the sport now. Yeah. Um, I just want to see him. Well, back there's a, there's some interesting tidbits about. You're not uh, going to see him ride. 
That's what I'm saying. Though. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Like this is cool and it's great, and I still have yet to listen to. It. I just haven't had a no, chance. That, but that's my. I know that he was riding one of Ch- like riding with his son one of Chase's old bikes at the ride day that he had. Yeah, like he actually wasn't riding. Uh, he was just he, in street he talks clothing. about that a little bit in there. He yeah. talks about like all the crashes he's had over the years. He's scared to death to hit the ground like that. Oh, again. I don't blame yeah. him. Like the dude's had so many concussions. It's not even funny. And his knees probably jello. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, so you're not going to see him ride, but that's okay. We just need him. Around, yeah, we need to hit talking we need him around it. We yeah. have Ricky, we have Chad, yep, we need Stu, yep, yeah. like, and we have McGrath, we have Wyndham, Wyndham to the less extent nowadays. We still have Travis, ar- pond. yeah, we still have Travis around Pastrana, but we need James, yep, yeah. we, we really do. And when we do, we have all the guys that literally changed the sport in the last 25 years, 30 years, whatever, yeah. yep. So, okay, uh, I just wanted to know, coach, what uh, what little interesting tidbits did you pull out of that pod with James? A big key with James, you know, that was his first rodeo doing his own show. Um, I wasn't familiar with the co-host at all. I mean, he kept referencing that the one guy, I guess, is his businessman in the seven environment. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know anything about that guy. I don't know if you guys do or not. I think that that co-host is going to have to carry a lot of the heavy lifting at first to kind of get James up to speed. And especially leaning towards like Minio's. Now, I don't know if that was just a filler for the first show and you know, once we get pro racing going, James will be in his environment. But we all know getting the show started is not as easy as it looks. Uh, I thought he did a great job. I agree with Cole. I hope he sticks with it. It's one of those, and this is not a dig on James or anybody that's been successful. There's a lot of distractions that can come their way. He's got a couple little ones at home. Is this something that he feels is worth the time and the effort that he puts into it? Because we all value our time. That'll be the big witness test. And sure. I think that if we were to get an insight as to what his downloads were and listens, I bet you they were quite high because everybody was at probably the peak of curiosity and give the first four or five rounds. I think he's only going to get better, getting a little bit more insightful. Um, Since you brought up James at the beginning of the show, my question is this, why did Sexton and James even break up? I'm sure we're going to hear about that. He talked about a little bit on one of Gypsy's pods. It's what I said. What we talked about, it's exactly... I don't want to get too much into it. I haven't listened to that one but yet. But remember what I said about I the whole with James? I haven't heard it. Yeah, so basically what he said, Coach. Sorry, spoiler alert, Travis. It's but, just a little... Scary. I'm not listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically what he said was James was so naturally gifted and mm-hmm. talented. When he was trying to explain something to Chase, Chase wasn't able to comprehend it because Couldn't it was just so easy for James. Yeah. He couldn't articulate it. And James touches on it a little bit in his podcast, even uh, the wall jump at Daytona. Yeah. Um, he he talks about that a little bit. And he was like, hell yeah, I would have hit it. I told Chase not to hit it. <laughs> and he went out there and he felt like he had to impress me and do all this stuff. And look what happened. Mm-hmm. Busted his lip up, right. went to the next round, blew his face out. Um, and then Team Honda blames it on James. So I think there was a little bit more that went down as well with the split up. And we exactly talked about that. I mentioned like guy like James. Wait, 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 Cole. You're telling me that the teams playing the trainers when the rider doesn't <laughs> that doesn't happen. Yeah, no, yeah. that's on. never happened. That before. doesn't happen, Cole. That's yeah, yeah, not, yeah, that's true. never happened before. Doesn't happen to Coach Rob on a yeah. daily basis. Yeah. Jesus, what were you thinking? <laughs> uh, no, God, I shouldn't even have said that. Damn I mean, it! I mean, that's that's what we talked about though, and I mentioned that because people were like, "Oh, James, like it's going to help Chase in the whoops," and I'm like. No, it's not. James, <laughs> James is going to tell Chase, go hit it fourth gear, and Chase will be like, okay, but how? And, and James will like, just hold it wide. And look how many times Chase yard sailed it this year. Yeah, because that was the funny thing is, is that last round when Chase was clearly faster than everybody in the whoops, we're like, oh, that's James. And I'm like, 
No, that's just James telling him to hit it in fourth and Chase just sending it and closing his eyes. Yeah, has trying nothing to, to do, impress James. It has nothing to do with James like breaking down the technique. And I. that's just why somebody like James is just not meant to be. A tr- not that he's not meant to be, but it just doesn't work because he is so uber talented. Mm-hmm. Things to him, the things, the way his brain computes information is nobody else can do the things that he did other yeah. than maybe a Travis Pastrana. Yeah. And you can't. And Travis was even the same way. Like when you hear him to try to talk about racing and technique and the way he did things. He can't really describe it either because it just came to him and he just did it. Yeah. Whereas a guy like, you know, Chad Reed probably could break down what his front tire's doing from ground from ground to ground. Like he yeah, could break yeah. it down where guys yeah. like him can't. Yep. So all right. Well, let's get into our four fifty supercross preview show here, boys. What? What time's Coach Huff? Uh, about seven thirty. So we oh, got okay. about an hour here. Oh, I thought you said six thirty. I was like, damn, we're <clears throat> really cutting into his time. No, no, we're it's good. okay. And I got, I'm going to reshoot the intro after this anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, Whatever. It's fine. All right. Cause, no. So cause I'm not going to try to pull all the audio off of that thing. It'll be <clears throat> shit with you two talking. So I'm going to have to reshoot a 30-minute uh, intro. It's going to be Sir Mix-a-Lot <laughs> over here trying to mix And then like up. cut that in, and then uh, it's going to be a mess. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, Sir Mix-a-Lot. All right. So we're going to start off, as we always do, with our outliers here. And our outliers this year are going to be brought to us by the Dirt Bike Depot. Need some new moto gear but don't want to pay those expensive retail prices? Shop the Dirt Bike Depot for all your moto gear needs, gear sets, boots, helmets, goggles, and more. They specialize in athlete-only boots as well as tons of more items that you can't buy in stores. Follow them on Instagram at the Dirt Bike Depot, or I'm sorry, at Dirt Bike Depot, and DM them with any questions you may have, thedirt-bikedepot.com. They have some awesome tech tens that are athlete only that you cannot get i'm not a fan of tech tens so like i'm out i don't like the booty situation i'm a big guy now i'm i'm te- i'm like i'm alpine stars but i like my tech sevens a lot about to say they have like some really cool jet lawrence alpine stars gear and you were like i'm gonna try to buy they it. do not have that but if they did i would buy the shit yeah, out of i that. think the coolest shit personally that the dirt bike depot gets their hands on uh, is the Red Bull athlete-only stuff. I'm yeah. a sucker for the Red Bull stuff just because you, you don't both, drive brother. down the road and see Joe Blow with the Red Bull stickers. Nope. So if you uh, get your hands on some Red Bull stuff, that's pretty damn cool. Yep. They also have some new camo Dirt Bike Depot hats, which I got to get Max to send me one because I really need one, and it's awesome. But anyway, so we're going to start with our outliers. So first person on my list here, which I actually didn't even write on the list because I would knew I would just remember him, uh, our one boy... Kevin Morans, Justin, I'm gonna start with you. Mm-hmm. How is our boy Kevin Morans gonna do this year? So go. obviously we have a little bit more insight into Kevin's program. We'll Bingo. not go. We'll not go too in detail because we just don't want to, you know, everybody up in his business. That's up to him whether he wants to, you know, tell people. But like he had a change in his program. He's going 450 only. He just did the uh, Paris Supercross and the 250 road for I don't know what the local team or a team from the Netherlands over there. He just got to California, what, earlier this week, I think? Yeah. Did his first day on Supercross. Yep. Shaking out the cobwebs. It's kind of like what we talked about after Crawfordsville, after we had heard this information. Like, Kev, his his shining star got so big this past year. He got the fill-in at Rocky Mountain, you know, because Joey was out. They needed a guy. Kev's always been kind of on that list. He has a relationship with him. Building, building, building. We know his starts are really good. But he stayed down in the 250 class when they go back to the East Coast, you know, just because that's where everybody kind of gets their, you know, groove. But the thing about Kev, though, is, is that if he has any, if he falls back just a little bit this season with how deep it is, all these other privateers we saw with Surratt and Wageman and all them, even though they're in the 250 class this year, 
it's going to be hard for him to get a ride. But I think that he learned some things with how to set up his bike. He now understands the intensity is in the 450 class. We know his starts are probably some of the best there is next to Kenny. He's not scared on starts. We he's saw not that scared on starts. He doesn't, you know, when he's in the pack, because he grew up riding arena cross, he doesn't get flustered. His brain doesn't go on overload. The speed is the biggest thing with him because I still think there's a few privateers out there that outright speed. Mm. But I think that Kev, because his training, when he is actually training, <laughs> I think it's pretty good. His starts will always eat, you know, top five start, even if it fades back a little bit, 15th, 17th. It's just going to be really hard, though, because going into A1, if all these dudes that we have on our list stay healthy, it literally leaves the door open for one privateer to make it in. We have 21 guys on our list that I think we're going to talk about. Yep. And that leaves guys like open for Kev, for Chiz, for Justin Starling, you know, Ryan Brees. And I hate to be this guy as well, but there's one guy in that 21 list that's very capable of making mains every week, and he's not on a factory team, and I think he will be the first person that's called for a fill-in spot. Yeah, I and it's just – so basically, I think I think Kev, especially when the field dwindles down, I think he has all the right uh, tools to make it every weekend. Absolutely. I mean, he pretty much made every one but one that he tried for in the 450 class, I think. I think he only literally missed one. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe it was more, but I think it was only one. It wasn't his first, the first 450 race he did. I think he didn't qualify. It was either the first or the second. But either way, though, I think it was only one he missed that he tried for. And there was a lot of times because of his starts, he put himself in like 16th to 17th at the end of the main. Mm -hmm. I think that last year was a big learning curve for him, but it helped him out with a lot of things. It's just going to be can he replicate that? Because, like I said, as much as I love Kev, if he dips it all in his results, it's going to be really bad, and there's no going back, I think, for him at this point. Like, if he goes, yeah. this is but, this is it for him. But I don't think we're going to have a problem, and here's why, okay? So he gets hurt at Atlanta 2, Atlanta 3, whatever yeah. it was. Blows, takes the air, takes yeah. the airplane ride. Yeah, t- no, it's helicopter. Whatever. Takes helicopter ride out of there. and uh, But then he comes back in outdoors, right? Okay, yeah. and this is, this is what I've been telling people I've been talking to about him. He, for outdoors last year, okay, in 2020... I'm pit boarding for him at a different spot on the track at Red Bud for those rounds. He is in the 250 class fucking around in like 25th, 26th place, yeah. okay, and cannot go anywhere. And mind you, he didn't miss any time in 2020. No. 2021, he misses the first nine outdoor rounds, comes out, and is top 20 in the 450 class. Yep. And like, there were injuries, but not that many that he should have been that high that high up if he hasn't been making improvement. Yeah. We know his starts are good. We know Supercross is highly based in starts. Mm. He is not scared on the starts at all. He is past the point of being like starstruck, yeah. riding with these guys. He got that out of his system last year when he was doing 450 races, and he's starting next to Cooper Webb, Eli Tomac, Ken Rocks, and that kind of stuff because Battle his starts are so good. Yeah. So he's not... He's not starstruck by these guys anymore. So I think the year is going to be good. As long as he keeps it off the ground, we don't have anything wild happen, which his style doesn't really give to No, he's very relaxed. Yeah, style. that, that yeah. crashing, wide open, wild style. He's he's very in control, we'll call it. Now shit happens. Obviously, we saw that last year, but still I, I don't foresee that happening. So I think the year is going to be a growth year for him, and I think it's going to go well. I think his whoop speed is the only thing he needs to improve on. Whoop speed, I think, and corner speed. I think if he focuses on those two things, and I haven't even talked to him about this 
part of it yet. Mm. But whoop speed and corner speed, I think if he really focuses in on those, because on the 450, let's face it, you can do every rhythm. He's young enough. He's not scared. He's still got that disconnect between the throttle hand and his brain where he can just turn the brain off and just rock and do yeah, any nice. jump he needs that's- to do. So that's not going to be a problem. Like you said, whoop speed, corner speed. If he works on those two, boom. Yeah, Easy. That That's my thing with Kev, too, is... Uh, he, he's no dummy. He's a smart kid. No, he's very smart. Um, and he's one of those guys that takes what he learns mm-hmm. and he applies it. Yep. There's a lot of guys and kids out there that learn something. You can tell them over and over until they're yep. blue in the face and they don't apply it. So I think uh, with the experience there that Kevin has gotten, it's it's going to show. And yeah. he's going to get more and more of that this year. Well, and I think being in California for the next however many months, like two months here, where he's at those practice tracks yep. with all the dudes, because let's face it, everybody's going to be there starting now. And, and what he'll do, too, is he'll go to Anaheim 1. He'll go to the second round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he might not get in. Yep. But he's going to learn something from both of those rounds and maybe the fourth round, the fifth round. Somebody drops out, he's there. Even if he doesn't get into the mains in the first couple of rounds, I don't see him doing that for long, and it's going to be close. Well, his biggest thing is, too, that he he's has gonna because of his starts, it. even if he is in the LCQ every weekend. And I he, still and see him the, making it most yeah, of the time. Yeah, because even if he's in there with a guy like Amar or Justin yeah. Hill or whoever, Dino, whatever, because his starts are so good, once again, that's going to put him in a good situation that if he doesn't make that mental mistake, yep. he can go from first to third, and he's fine. Yep. So whereas a lot of those guys are super inconsistent with their starts. Yeah. So speaking of... LCQ guys, we'll move on to our next guy. And coach, I'll start with you on this one. Club MX team, Alex Martin making the jump from 250s to 450s. Coach, what are your thoughts on Amart going to 450? How do you think he's going to do? Is he going to be an LCQ guy all year? What What are your thoughts here? Um, I think he's a legitimate contender. I think Club MX proven that they've got a good bike underneath him. Uh, the fact that He's going to be the only 450 guy under Club MX because Nicoletti's going to be racing 250 Supercross. Um, I think Alex stands a good chance. I do not think that he will be. I think he'll definitely see a lot of LCQs, not because he's not a good rider, but as you guys have said over and over again with Kev, he's not as good of a starter as Kev is. Kev is incredibly consistent with his starts, kind of rocks in style. I don't know who Cole was referring to earlier that may get the call up. Uh, my personal opinion Justin is Cody Hill. Shock is on a very, very tight. Is that it, Cole? I was going to say Justin Hill. I mean, he. You're it it just high. depends on what Justin Hill we see. You're but fucking high, but okay. Yeah. I don't know. You don't overlook a past 250 champion. You're fucking high. All right, let's coach. Yeah, I, but coach, keep going. <laughs> I. Well, I, I think Cody Shock is the guy that's on everyone's short list. If there's an opportunity that comes up, I know he's on a tight radar for Honda. But don't interesting. I saw that. We heard not that to convolute the original question. You know, Cody, you guys articulated it earlier. Get a good start and find out that you can hold the pace. Because look at what's the discrepancy between the first and fifth place guy. You're talking a quarter of a second a lap. You start getting those consistent starts up there. Um, what Alex Martin is not good at. Um, and, when, and when I say not good, relatively speaking, I mean, he's at compared to me he has great starts you know and i don't want that down out of context but when you're looking at uh sexton roxon ferrandis webb plessinger anderson ac that puts him already outside top 10 and you know most of those qualifiers are uh six eight guys so no i don't see him being able to cut his teeth straight through it uh what does hurt him is the size uh, yeah he's not going to be uh not going to be a slammer he's not going to be a bang bam 
you know, he's not going to be like Bam Bam pushing people around. He doesn't have the size, but we all know the guy can ride a bike extremely well. Um, I personally am surprised to see that Nicoletti will run 250 Supercross instead of 450, but I, I would imagine budgets are probably limited over there. They can't really afford for two 450s. I don't know what else it would be. Uh, they've got a pretty big field on the four. You know, they've got four guys on the 250 with March Banks, Lopes, um, Jay Sohn, and Dominic. So I don't know. It, it, it's kind of an intriguing situation over there at club. Uh, I don't know if it's maybe Nick, excuse me, Phil just doesn't want to race a full series uh, on the 450 because we know he's got a lot of experience in that regards. Uh, it, there's a lot. Think about this, guys. And Justin, I, or excuse me, Trav, I just want to make sure. Are, we're still talking about 250s or 450s right now? No, we're, we're just talking about 450s right now. 250s were out at okay. the beginning of the so year because no one wants to announce who's riding what coast. So fuck it. We're out. Sure. We're not get, sure. We're not playing mm-hmm. the guessing game. We're just out. Yeah. Well, think about it this way. If you look at factory equipment, we've got 15 guys that are on factory equipment this year. And I'm including club with two guys. But if we're only looking at 450, that would be in 450 Supercross. That would put us at 14 guys, factory equipment, two at Honda, two at Cowie, three at KTM, three at Yamaha, two at Husky, one at Gas Gas, and then Club MX, which I think is getting some factory Yamaha support. So if you're looking at a 20-man main event and 15 of them are, are on factory equipment, now let's take it a step further. And I don't want to jinx anybody here a couple weeks out. So far, with the exception of Jet Reynolds, we haven't heard of anybody not being ready for A1 in the 450 class. Nobody's injured. So think about the depth of field that you're looking at when you've got 15 factory-backed directly and indirectly bikes, because that doesn't even include the KTM Butler Brothers guys. Mm-hmm. That's Bulldog, another that's three exactly. guys, the Savachi, Anstey, and Makarath. So now that puts you at 18 if you want to include them. Because now that I say that out loud, they are on factory equipment. There's only 20 spots on the gate, and 18 factory bikes or ba- factory-backed teams are out there. So it's going to be tight for Martin to get out there. Yeah. I, I see him in a lot of LCQs this year. I think he'll make mains, but I, I think agree. it's going to be a random type thing, too. Because like even last year on the 250s, best finish he had in Supercross was a 7th. He was 22nd in points. So, like... He was he's okay, but we all know he's not a supercross guy. So the thing the thing with Alex and I and I hate even saying this because I like the Martin brothers so much. You know, everybody knows I'm a big J Mart guy. I like Alex. I watched him through the amateurs. The thing that I think at his point in career, and I understand why he's just gotten to the point, hey, I want to test the water because I think he's gonna be I think this is probably gonna be his last year. Mm-hmm. He's probably gonna be retired. Yep. He probably just wants to, hey, I don't want to go finish my career and not you know, say I never rode the 450 class to see what I'm really made of. Uh, Al's got really good technique. We know when he's training, when he's actually healthy, his cardio is good. That's not an issue. His whoop speed for a small guy, and we look at J-Mart the same way, is really good. Even on that 450, because I've watched a lot of his videos, his whoop speed is really good. They got that back end squatted like crazy, just like they did with Ricky, Mm -hmm. but it works for him. The thing that scares me with Al is... Because he's had so many injuries in the last two years, because he has failed to complete an entire season in both Supercross and Outdoors the last two years, I do not think his willingness to up the intensity when we get to the East Coast and we're hitting bottom and the ruts are square-edged all the way through and there's ruts all the way across the faces, 
I feel that his brain is going to go, nope, not going to do it. I also think he'll be a little more comfortable, though, because look at those tracks that are riding down at Club MX. Like, oh, dude, they're, they're super gnarly, and if he can get comfortable on a shit-ass track like yeah. that, once we come East Coast, you know, he might surprise you. It's not that I don't think he has the possibility to do well. I just think in a situation where, say he's, and I'm not going to say this is where he's going to end up, but just say for the sake of argument, he's in 12th, and he's battling with Dean Wilson or whoever. Those guys still realize maybe Dino wasn't the best because he's going to be retiring soon. But I'm just say go, for whatever he's reason, he's in a battle with Hartraff. Yeah, say he's battling with Hartraff. Hartraff still has something to prove. He will hit the ground to move forward, whereas Al will go, I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, my career's ending. Yeah. And it sucks to say that, but I just don't think at this stage in his career, his willingness to up the intensity when it needs to be upped. And I know that's a really simple answer, but I just don't think he's there anymore. I think if you talk about talent and dedication and speed, I think he's going to be really good. but And I know they were just going there for a first test. He was not good in, in Paris. He was terrible no, no. in Paris. Well, and I know that, once they, again, they a lot of issues. I understand that. But still, though, even when yeah. during time qualifying, I think the best he could muster was 11th fastest. Yeah. That's not good. No. no. So it's, And it's not me trying to shit on Al, but I just think at his stage of his career, he just doesn't feel the need to push that limit where if he would have done this five years ago. Yeah. It would have been a lot, like when he was at his peak, when he was a star, mm-hmm. this would have been a different conversation, to yeah. be honest with you. But I just don't think, oh, whoa. I just don't think at this point in his career that it just, I'll be shocked if he doesn't make every main, but I think his best finish this year in a main is like 14th. Yeah, well, it's not being, it's not trying to be disrespectful. I just think at this stage I'm, of his career, I'm not arguing, it's with just you. where he's at. But like, honestly, let's not kill too much time here. Yeah. With Well, but think about, think about this though. Is there anybody in the field that doesn't think that they can move a mark? No. If you look at the size of Sexton, Sexton looks abnormally big right now. Yep, uh, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> he looks abnormally big. Um, you've got you've got AC that's what six foot two, six foot three. Yeah, a Hard uh, You've got Anderson that isn't afraid of anybody. Now, of course, the exception to the rule is Wendt is not the biggest guy, and, and he could throw some elbows around. But, he's a but if I'm looking at a mark having to get moved by Plessinger or, you know, Savachi or Ferenas or Tomac or Christian Craig, uh, Malcolm. Can mm-hmm. you imagine Malcolm against J-Mart or A-Mart, excuse me? I mean, it's, Christian Craig that's where A-Mart, oh, yeah, that's where A-Mart's size will hurt him. Like he's saying, Justin, talent, work ethic, second to none. Well, uh, I think it's just Marshall. in their blood from their, from their dad. But I don't know if I see Barsha that smells blood and I don't think he's the and again, as you said, Justin, no disrespect to Amart. There's nobody in that top ten that's not afraid to move him. I mean, it it will look like Anderson hitting Savachi in the last turn. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. get out of my way. I'm coming through. Yep. And I think that's what's going to hurt Amart is nobody's afraid of him. I think people are afraid to hit a Ferrandis, a Tomac, a Barsha, a Plethier that's you know six foot six foot two, a buck eighty buck eighty five that's not afraid to take it. And we'll immediately serve it back. So, yep. and hey, let's 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 be fair here. At least Amart doesn't have to kickstart Suzuki anymore. So that'll help his chances of getting in the main event. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our uh, our next outlier here. And I know there's a few other. Okay, like I have Benny Benny Bloss written down. Benny Bloss. Yep. Benny Bloss written Benny down. And eh, we don't need to talk about him. You, I know you've been. Homing on Justin Hill's nuts. No, over no, no. Here. Can we just agree I, though know, that Benny Bloss, Bloss though that dude burnt me so much in fantasy last year because right. he just gave up. Just, All right, yeah, so can I we just, just then we'll just skip across. Can I just ask everybody and even for Coach on the call? 
He makes every main though, right? Like no. you can say what you no. There's no way. No, uh, no offense. No offense to everybody else, but as any boss wanna, is fast when he can. Put is it privateers? Together. There's no privateer, and this is not a knock on Kev. Ch- Chiz may be the only person. He can't stay off the ground, so no. I completely. But it doesn't no, matter. He stayed I off the ground at Moto Concepts. I completely he just didn't ever finish. I completely and utterly disagree. He had no heart. I don't he think he makes every main. What do you think on speed? You think on speed alone he won't make it in? No. So you just think he does something dumb? Yes. See, that's the thing though is he I doesn't he makes, do th- I think he makes mains, but I just don't think he makes every single. See, one. I think he makes every main. Well, Whether now what he does, you're fucking main, stupid sometimes. Whatever. No, it's fact. Like he basically has made every main he's ever tried for when he hasn't had a problem. He has a lot of problems. But he still also makes mains. It's just what happens in the mains. That's fine. Seriously, though. Some Look, like, you're we'll as high on this, him we'll as he is on Justin we'll Hill. statistics and see how many mains he's made and how many mains he hasn't made. His best finish last uh, year was 13, he's made less and he than finished 22nd in points. What? He's made less than Maybe in the 250 days. Uh, 452, I think. I, I Look, don't know about that, man. I don't want to spend any that. more time on him than I want to spend on your nut hugger, Justin Hill. There. I'm not nut hugging him, man. You're he nut just... hugging the shit out of that guy. He went to be a cop, okay? He's not going to do anything. It never works when they step away and come back. Why don't you call Ryan Dungey and ask him how that works? I don't give a out. shit. He's got more talent in his left nut than half of those people. Then he should have used it when he was fucking in it. And now he hasn't been in it for over okay, a even, fucking Even with that, year he still makes main. No way. I don't. I, I'll bet he's lucky if he makes one main if he does the whole fucking series. You right. want you put a twenty dollar bet on this, or do you want to cover the other twenty that Justin never right, paid? Co- Coach, does Bloss and Hill make every main? A uh, quick question for you: Who did Justin Hill sign with? Partzilla. Partzilla yeah, Kawasaki. He's on a PRMX Kawasaki. I think they're on Race Tech suspension. It's basically the same people that Josh Cartwright and all those yeah. dudes were on last year. Josh Cartwright and. Uh, there was another dude in the 450 class. So, like, they've already had they've had a team for a while. Yeah. Okay. And I'm sorry, Justin, what was the question? Did they make the main? Do you think Any that... Blo- so, like, obviously, there's a big disagreement between everybody at this table. But, like, to not <laughs> spend too much time, do you think Benny Bloss and Josh or Justin Hill make every main this year? Every main? Yeah, every main. No way. No way. Okay. Thank you. No way. But do they have the capabilities of it? I mean, I like the fact that Benny Bloss is working with Millsaps and they're on that team tetter. Yep. Um, I'm a little confused why uh, Davalos left, you know, being such a, a long time. I might mean, get, it, you know, the the son over there. I think it's Dakota is his name. I understand why he's team manager. It's called nepotism and that's fine. I have no problem with that. But um yeah, I mean, I think Benny Bloss blows however you want to pronounce it. I think he's proven that. He's got Millsaps on his side. That's good. Uh, Tedder seems to have very, very good equipment. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because he's buying it. Good connections, a little bit of both with Monster. Um, I think we'll see him in there, but I would not say everyone. And what do you say about Justin? Does, not to reiterate what Cole said, talent-wise, absolutely every day, all day. Does he want to? Million-dollar question. That's a shame because, unfortunately, it's been the demise of his and his brother's career, unfortunately. I Both just, fantastic I mean, riders, but we don't know what you're going to see. I just think both of them make it in because I just, as much as, like I said, I don't want to diss on all the privateers, but if you put their talent and speed next to every privateer other than Chisholm, they're faster than all of them. Well, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so once again, it, do they want it or what they do in the main? I just, I don't know, man. I've seen Raw speed, yes, but I just I, don't I, think I they mean, get in. Justin Hill, I did notice on social media he did pack up camp from Oregon, you know, home base where he wanted to be, and he's at south of the border, I believe. Correct? I have zero faith in the Hill brothers, to be honest with you. Well, but Josh that at Hill least just... tells me he's at least got a fingernail dipped in if he's going to move somewhere. Well, whatever. So It's just what is his ultimate goal? <sighs> but, That's yes, I will thing. take that $20 yeah. bet that he doesn't make. You know what? I'll even give you 
two mains. That he only makes two mains. Yep. You only, he makes only makes two, two mains? mains. Yes. Now he's fucking higher. Now than you're kite. high as shit. Nope. Not at yeah, all. Yeah, you are. Two mains. Twenty higher bucks. Than Dude, two mains. I don't want to get on the. I don't want to get on, on this. that shit right now. I don't want to get on this. I'm going to be paid by the fifth round. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to get on this too long because I want to get into some guys that actually matter. But talent alone is going to get him in mains. Like that's the thing is, is we talk about this. You can't teach speed. The only talent he has is shadow boxing, the fucking tough block behind the start line. And how much you want to bet that at some point this year he's top five fastest in qualifying? No. Yes. Not at all. Yes. I'll bet you a hundred bucks. That's yes. not in the case. Yes. At some point this year, when he actually is like, "Hey, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do this for one lap." He's going to be top five in qualifying. You guys are fucking high. See, I'm not as high as he is on it because oh I know at some point he will. I'm not, I'm not no, no, super I, high. No, no, I know what you're saying. It's the same thing you guys feel with me with Bloss. But the fact is, is that talent alone, we know when it comes to riding a dirt bike, will get you farther sometimes than unfortunately hard work will. And, and Justin Hill probably has more talent than 95% of the people riding a dirt bike alive today. He's not going to get a start. And, uh, he's the a guy that's not going to bring him through. It, and even when it does bring him through, somebody else is going to put him on the ground because they really fucking want it. Let me guess. My Who, thing is, is he. He's a guy that obviously doesn't like pressure on him, right? There was pressure and obligations for all these teams, mm. right? I don't think he has that where he's at. He can no. do whatever the fuck he wants, and that might work out. I just look at it as we've seen it enough times that talent gets you in. Jason Lawrence is a perfect example of that over hard work, and that's that's all I need to say. Talent will get you into mains. Now, what you do in those mains Are you is just different. like replaying that 20, 2018 Tampa Supercross video, or is it 2019, whatever, in your head? Is that what you're seeing I'm all the time? The no, I'm going off of even his last year with JGR and Moto Concepts when he did not give a shit. He still got a fifth place in a main. Whatever, dude. And that was what? Not no two years ago? That was 2020, right? Yeah, I mean, on the what Honda. What was his last year on, on Moto the Honda? Concepts? He was, he was won it 20, on heat and all that Yeah, it was shit. 2020, right? Yeah, he got fifth in the main that year. When he was riding all the time and gave a shit. He was like, not riding all the time. Okay. He was not riding all the well, time. Well, he hasn't been riding for a whole fucking year because he's been a cop. Well, it's not like a... <laughs> so... I can't I wait to get paid. So you got to say cop. I can't so wait that, to get so paid. So that talent has na- is now talent. at the same level as all the other guys who it have is. been it continuing is. to ride. It is. So, yeah, so there you are. So now all the other guys are at the same talent level and they want it. They fucking want it. Hold on. Coach, All right, coach, coach, go ahead. Travis, is that a 450 team that Justin's on, right? Yeah. And he's going to race the whole series? That's I think the so. Word. That's, That's the, the word, word yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't see how he can be top five in qualifying ever. Bingo. I just <clears> think, I think you're high on that one, yeah, think, Justin. The gods well, have spoken. You two it. are fucking dummies. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Because Justin is, Justin is way smarter than I am. Think about this. <laughs> oh, God. You've, think about this. You've got Sexton and Roxon at Honda. There's two. AC and Anderson, possibly Brock to Calgary. There's two. You got Webb, Plessinger, and Marv. There's three. There's seven guys right there every single weekend. I don't okay. see Justin getting in front of those five. Malcolm add Ferrandez Tomac, Christian. Add Malcolm Stewart, even Barsha. I don't see him being able to cut into that top five just because, I mean, we, we can go through each one of these. You got Barsha on his last year of his contract. You got Malcolm that's excited to be racing. He's got a two year deal. You got Ferrandez out to prove a point. Tomac wants to prove a point. I think qualifiers are going to be at an all time high this year. Because everybody wants to prove their top dog. I know it's been there for years in the past, but we've got a lot of contracts that are up this year. And I think every lap is going to count. And I think that there's so much new talent coming up. We can talk about it on 250 on another show. But when you look at all the 250 guys whose contracts are up this year because of either pointing out or just contracts themselves, 
I don't think anyone's going to lay low on a qualifier. That's the only reason why I think he'll be lucky to get in the ties and a qualifier. Not because he's not talented, like you said, Justin, but I mean, two at Honda, two at Calvi, three at KTM, three at Yamaha. That's a tough top five to break into. Wait, wait, did I did I miss say what I was actually trying to say? Because I feel like what I was trying to say, everybody, I didn't mean it like in a race. I meant it qual like in qualifying, time qualifying. That's a, that's where we're at. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, think, you know, you think can that he's going to out all those guys can throw. No, it's not. It's not like I think that he's going to do it every weekend. I just feel once again, because I'm very I, I'm one of those people. And we've seen it enough with enough people when it comes to talent that if he's just feeling it for a lap, just a lap, just one lap. Who knows what baby does it a lap and he kills himself. Like because, Purcell shit? Yeah, like just one lap at one time this year. I just feel that for one lap, I still think Justin Hill can go as fast as anybody for one lap. Now, what that one lap does to him after the fact, that's a different conversation for a different day. I just, I have always seen Justin Hill as his talent and the same thing with his brother. I mean, look what we saw with Josh Hill when he was gone for whatever and he came back for that one race at the end of the year and he was running like, what, third or fourth? Like, that's just the way I look at it. It's not that I think that he can replicate that every weekend. I just think I know if you say one lap, I think he could do it. Now, once again, does he ever do it again? No, definitely not. I'm just I'm not. Well, I'm, here's here's. Go ahead, coach. You're going to have to put a caveat on the bet with Travis because if you have all teams healthy, there's no way he gets top five in qualifying. Not once. Yep. Now, if the field gets decimated, I agree. Because you got to think about it. He's going against factory equipment with the best in the business on Honda, Cowie, KTM, Yamaha. And just with those four teams, you're looking at uh, six. You're looking at ten riders. That's what – because I agree with you, Justin, talent-wise. But ten of those guys, you have to have five that have to be qualifier yep. for Justin to get there. I just don't see it happening, unfortunately. And maybe we get to the end of the season. That's what it takes to that point. I mean, we know, unfortunately, that a lot of these dudes are probably not going to make the whole True. season. Yeah. You, so you got to be in it to win it, though. Yeah. Travis still want, that, you still want to do that Travis, two main bet if yeah. he gets to the end of the year? Oh, yeah, I, think that's why you, I think that's why you betting with what Coach just said about that's going to be the problem because that's the thing is when everybody's healthy, yes, who knows where Justin I don't think in. he makes it to the end of the season. So well, I'm, I'm he, totally comfortable with this bet. But if you think you get to the end of the season <laughs> I do not care. and eight of those dudes are out that he can't make a main... Like, he no, isn't going to be there at the end of the season either. He's going to go back to being a cop halfway there. He's going to be like, man, fuck this shit. He's been, uh, he's cool been he's hated now. Justin Hill even since he won the title. I'm not a Hill. Yeah. I'm not a Hill fan. All right, let's go on to the next one. This is getting old. All right, <laughs> moving on. Cut next. Hey, I do want you to cut a clip though, so we can post it. The no. one outlier that I think is going to do actually okay. Oh, I already know. MCR Justin Brayton. I. I don't even know how you put him as an outlier. Because he's the only guy on the team. He's the only guy on the team. He's the only guy. Uh, yeah. The 450 guy. So, Vince Freeze is going back to 250. Yeah. So I put Brayton at a So I put I put Brayton at a top ten dude all year. I think he sneaks okay. a top five. Mm. And they're mm. I'm gonna go with sneak a top five is the best. Wait, do we know are they they're not doing the triple crown format this year, right? Yes, they are. They are. And they announced two, what right? I think there's two or three, three of them, yes. I think. Oh, but, uh, sorry, three, but I also yes. want to point out how stacked the field was last year and Justin Brayton got a third, third. In, like what the second round? Yeah, Houston too. But got he also got hurt pretty bad at the end of last year. Yeah, he year. did. Yeah, yeah, but still it, no, no, he still got that doesn't, the, that I'm doesn't a Justin affect Brayton his fan. program I'm, though. I'm a big Justin Brayton fan. Now that you just said cuz I didn't know this that there is a triple crown, I take back the face I just made. <laughs> because I think because there is a triple crown, depending on if we like if they've stayed with the same amount of laps that we saw in 2019, or if they're going to extend them. But if they're staying in the same well, amount of laps, well, who the fuck would know? Because Feld is yeah, I know, you know Dave Prater and Jen, whatever. Yeah, who knows uh, what's no, I take that back. Then I could definitely see that. 
I don't even think it's a triple crown round. I think you can get top five in a regular round, to be honest with you. <sighs> I don't think it's going to happen like frequently. Don't get me wrong. This could be like a one-round thing, just like his podium last yeah. year. But I do think he can sneak a top five. It's a He's one. sneaky good. I mean, dude, look look at last year, okay? He's like, not, as Cole even, said, yeah. super fucking stacked field. Yep. Second round, where everyone's still healthy, he pulls a third-place finish. Yeah, I, he can hover around the top ten all year round, too. Yeah. It just depends on how much that injury affected him, though. I don't think that bad. It's a farewell year. I don't he know. He knows it it's his farewell year. Yeah. So, like, he's out there just having a good time. He's not here for a long time. He's here for a good time. All right? I'm going to say he gets a couple top tens and then hovers around the 12th to 14th range. I think he's going to be a great fantasy pick all year. I think so, too. Yeah. Well, unless and he goes I, I'm out not going to argue with you. Third, the first round. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you, like, the 10 to 15. Because, yeah. like, I went through all these guys. That's why I have, like, their best finish and where they finished in points for last year. So, like, I kind of yeah. looked through everything. And, like, yeah, he was right in that range of, like, 10 to 15. The field's just too stacked. Now, if the field gets depleted, yeah, you could see him dip inside that top 10 mm-hmm. pretty regularly if he can stay healthy. But outside of that, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a 10 to 15 guy yeah. if the field stays pretty good. Coach, you got anything else that you think outside of that for Justin Brayton? No, I would have to agree with you 100%. We just all have to tip our hats to him. Oh, you yeah. Know, it's... It, I mean, the fact he's been racing, I mean, think about all the different generations that he's endured. And then you watch him at Paris a couple weeks ago, and it's just amazing. I mean, he's up there battling with some of the MXGP guys. Uh, yes, Caroli's a legend in his own time. But, <laughs> yeah, I would be uh, honored yeah. to get taken I mean, out by Caroli, though. To be <laughs> yeah, <honest>. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you got to think his absolutely. first actual pro race was an arena cross in 2002. Like Motor World Suzuki days. Even. Yeah, I think it was 2002, 2003, his first ever, back when like the Gray Davenport and Sean Clark days. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that was, I mean, there and he's what, go. 37? Uh, something yeah, like that. I think that. 37, man. He yeah. was 35 when he won Daytona. Easily yeah. one of the most durable dudes to ever do this for a living. Yep. It's crazy. I love Justin Brayton, though. I, I think that everybody needs to look up, like, yeah. Yeah. model themselves after the way he, like, yeah, taking his career. Maybe I'll reach out. Maybe we'll see if we can get. Hundred percent agree. That would be freaking awesome. He, he likes doing media Class stuff. So maybe, all the way around. And even if we don't get him on this year, I'll definitely keep trying to see yeah. if we can get him on yeah. in future future years. Um, yeah. Okay, so moving on. Uh, first team here. Just kick it, bro. Hep Suzuki. Hep. H e p. Yes. So Cole, we'll start with your boy first. Uh, Mr. Mr. Justin Bogle. Hang on. You you missed the most important part of this team. Just kick it. Twisted T, bro. No, Jesus. Come on. <laughs> didn't even, come on. We got Suzuki plastics on the wall. Hey. By the way, before we get into this, anybody that yells at us because we're leaving one of the members off of this, you know why he's not on this conversation. The seven deuce deuce, bro. Yeah, whatever. I don't Look, care. his plate's on the wall. Okay, so seven deuce deuce is on this team, but he's kind of irrelevant. That was so, basically what I was getting at. He's okay. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, going to be, he's gonna be lucky to make But mains, there is but... one guy on this team that's relevant, and I'm a big fan of this guy. Okay, Justin good, Justin Bogle. Paris Supercross, actually. I mean, for yeah, not bad. Not bad yeah, at looks all. good on that Suzuki. Um, yeah, you guys all know I'm a big fan of Justin Bogle. Like I, swag. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I'm a big fan of his style on a bike as well. Um, I, I really enjoy how he's really started to embrace himself the last couple of years as well um because like some of the weird random shit he does on a bike off of triples is so mm. cool and you know the cameras are going to be there now that little uh drop in the front end where he likes to grab his mouth guard on his helmet that or like the weird oppos he does yeah. or like just throws a knack that like there's a picture of him just doing a random knack knack looking right for like into no febra's soul yeah for like no reason like the whole awesome yeah but um but how do you think he's gonna do racing 
I, that's where I'm getting. I think he's in a good spot mentally. I think uh, I think he's just kind of come to the realization that he's never going to be a top factory team guy anymore. Um, the opportunity he has, again, he can be himself. And when you can be yourself, that's when your true potential comes out, I think. Um, Especially with this team. It, you know, he gets to the track. He probably doesn't have a team manager in his ear going, oh, you need to quit throwing whips and knack-knacks over the triple, blah, blah, blah. That's what he thrives off of. Mm-hmm. That's what makes him ride well. Um, another thing to point out, I think, as well, is remember how good his starts were on the Geico Honda? Yep. He's back on a cable clutch. Mm-hmm. Um, and even on the Suzuki, the JGR days, he was getting starts. Um, Colorado. And, and Colorado, come on, like, who's the last guy to win nationals on a Suzuki and be competitive on a Suzuki? It's it is Justin, Justin Bogle. Bogle. Had two overalls that year. Um, and again, this is... I don't think he has quite as much talent as Justin Hill, mm-hmm. but this is a very talented guy as well mm-hmm. that I think can be right in the conversation with like Dean Wilson and, as long and all as he those stays guys. Off the so, ground. Um, that's always a scary thing with him because of his concussions. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and God, it it breaks my heart every time he hits the ground. All right, so <laughs> what are we thinking? Give me a finishing range. I, Ten to fifteen. Okay, ten, 10 to 15. fifteen. I mean, I, I can't I, really say much more. I'll add everything he said. I'll I, go I mean, there. he's he's right there with your Max Anstey's. He's right in there with your Dean Wilsons, Justin Brayton. Um, Not as fast as Brayton, but ten to fifteen. I, okay. I mean, even last year he had he had started to get some things rolling. Best finish um, was worked a his way from like fourteenth to ninth at an Atlanta round. Yep. So, um, I think he has just a steady year. He builds a social media fan base and uh, starts making a little money off some of that kind of stuff. If he stays healthy, I totally agree with you guys, but I could see him getting hurt again because obviously he's prone to that. I hope not. Coach, you got anything to add to the Justin Bogle argument there? No, I couldn't. I couldn't agree with Cole more. I mean, he's just—he's a wonder to watch. He's uh, poetry in motion. It sounds a little hokey, but he's a joy to watch. I love his attitude. I do agree that he realizes that his ship has sailed. Uh, goes back to the Justin Hill. Goes back to that when the, you know, when the foot is off your throat, their personalities are allowed to really come out. That's gonna, it's gonna help them. And I think at the end of the day, it, it was a good buy for the Suzuki Twisted T team. Um, I'm sure he's going to bring a lot of attention to the team, both on and off the track. The fact that they're letting him stay in Florida, I think, is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Whether that means I'm not sure exactly yet, was he at the compound or wherever he may be, yeah, but um, Burner no. and Lawrence boys and all that, I believe, right? Yeah, Coop. yeah, yeah. So he's down there at the compound. <clears throat> yeah, and it's that that facility has become more of they work really hard, but they also like to play really hard. I mean, you look at the the Lawrence brothers, and then obviously Cooper's there, and it's just a mixture all the way around with Savachi and everybody, but. Um, no, I think Bogle is a, tr- a tremendous asset. I know he brings money to the team, so that's a win-win for the, the team. So, yeah, I, I think we – I would have to agree with you. I had a more 13 to 16 range um, if, the, if, the, if the field is full. I don't see him breaking up inside that top 10, but 13 to 15 I think is completely realistic for him. Their pit parties are going to be pretty cool with him there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about it. If you want to talk about the social media aspect of well, it, yeah, the pit I, parties. And, yeah, and I like, you Billy know, Grotto got, and Twisted T, baby. He's got like, kind of like a funny sense of humor and stuff, too. And, you know, yeah. with the Twisted T, there's some humor with Twisted T. And it just, 
you know, with the whole meme thing. You, know, you ever seen that where the dude just gets his face blown out by yeah. the dude with oh, the twisted yeah. teeth? Yeah. yeah. So. And, and, you know, Bogle comes up with some weird, funny shit anyway. I mean, say, I, yeah, that, weird. that team, I think, is going to survive off social media because they have Seven Deuce Deuce, they have the twisted teeth thing. Now they have Bogle. Like, I think that's good. But someone on the team who doesn't do the social media thing quite as great as everyone else does. Heartthrob. Brandon. Heartthrob. Heartraft. <laughs> See, I like, and, I like I like him too. I think this is another growing year for him, though. I don't see him. I don't see him taking a major step. Does Does anybody know what the issue was last year? Was there something Bikes, that came out? Nothing. Like nothing. I've like heard. issue. He had a lot of issues during Supercross, I guess. Oh, okay. And he wasn't. Uh, he didn't disclose what it was, but basically, he was not confident in his equipment. Well, I've got a third. I've got him at thirteenth to eighteenth place. I think. Well, I agree with you, Travis, about the not big step. But also, I think you could say it is big step because last year he struggled really badly. Now that we know yeah. it is a bike thing, I think he's in the main. There's there's no reason he's not going to be in the main. Every I weekend. think he's going to be an LCQ guy. A no, no, he'll time. be in the LCQs. But I'm saying there was a lot oh. of times where he didn't make it into the main. Got it, got it, got it. I think he is going to be one of those guys that's the best of the rest. And I think just could be and a sleeper fantasy pick. Yeah. I mean, he ended the year really well at outdoors, got a couple top tens, talk about the field being depleted. That's a confident boost for him. So yep. I think he's in the main every weekend. And I could, yeah, I could see him around 13 to 16th. I think that, um, I think he's just going to keep growing and growing. And I think he's, there's no reason why in a couple of years he's not a consistent top 10 guy. Like he's made leaps and bounds as far as yeah. when he went to pro to where he is now. It's just everybody's got to remember he only had two years in the 250 class. Yeah, and he didn't even have full two years. Yeah, so so, all right, not bad. Um, all right, let's move on here. Moving to the Rocky Mountain team, Justin. We'll start with your boy Max Anstey. Okay. Uh, you got that twenty bucks? Shut up. Are we gonna keep going with this? For real, you got that twenty bucks? You got that twenty bucks for him? Or don't what, look dude? at me like that. We'll talk about this. Off he watched the shake on air. Yeah, we don't need to talk about this right now. Can we you get owe on? the man twenty bucks? Coach has eleven minutes. That's fine. Okay. Anyway, any about Max? How's your boy Max going to do this year? Uh, best finish last year, twelfth, twenty first overall in points. Go ahead. I think that because now he has a full year of learning Supercross. You that was a gargling big, noise. That. What? How? <laughs> I actually like all three. As much as I hate this team, as much as I absolutely hate this team, three of my favorite dudes are on this team, which is sucks because that means I have to root. I can just take Forrest out of it. Who's and just, your other favorite dude? Savachi? You got Savachi, McElrath, and yeah. Anstey. You guys know I like McElrath. Oh. Yeah. So anyways, uh, he had a full year learning. He's got adapted fully now. I think that his when he first came over here, he wasn't really settled in a place yet in California. I'd imagine now he's in Florida. Um, living there full time, like just getting used to the culture again that is America. Um, like I said, as much as I'd say it, the bike's good. It's been a while since he's been on a KTM, so that's probably going to be a little bit of a learning curve. But um, I think I see him in basically the same spot, just a little bit better. Like last year, he was pretty much like 15 to 20. I, wherever Wilson is, is where he's going to be because those boys battle the fuck out of each other oh, I know, every time. I know. Um, I, think, I think it'll be. I mean, we're going to use this a lot, but he's a ten to fifteen guy at this yeah. point. I don't I think see his him best finish a huge is, step. I think his best finish this year is going to be. I say that he'll go two better. I think he gets a tenth. Yeah, because once again, just a huge learning curve going back to Supercross. Now he's got it. He's got to feel with how to go into his program, how his race day schedule is going to go. Yeah, but the only thing we got to talk about is he is on a different bike, new team, but a better steel bike. frame, steel it, frame well, gate. Yes, better bike, I, but still. I don't know about changing. that though. I, I do want to point something out and. 
cable Coach kind of talked clutch. about that they did have factory equipment. Uh, that may have changed in some of the photos that I had seen. Yeah. But they were on AEO suspension, which is just a dealership out in California. And before they were running the factory services engines from KTM. Mm-hmm. Um, the bikes I had seen did not have the factory services clutch cover or any of that kind of but stuff. But AEO on. is still good stuff, though. It's not factory so a- services. It's, it's not factory factory equipment, but it, it is a step up from yes. where he's at. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's the same bike that he would have gotten last year. But it is a better bike than that Suzuki, even if it's not factory, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. But you like know, I said, we got to take into into account the change here. Yes. And, and I, I guess that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, sometimes the factory stuff, there's limitations around that. Yeah. Maybe these suspension guys, AEO, maybe they get in the motor with XPR or some of those guys, and they can tune it in maybe even better to those guys liking. And but. I also think, and I'm not one of these people that likes to harp on this kind of stuff, but because everybody talks about it, but if he is training at the 83 compound, like if that's where he's relocated, I don't, I don't know. I'd assume so. He's in Florida. So if he's training at the 83 compound, he's there with Joey. He's going to be with there with Shane. He's going to be there with Bogle, Coop, Lawrence yeah. Brothers, all those guys. Nothing against Hartraft and Enticknap and yeah, well, those was only two teammates. The group he's with now is a little bit more his style. Like the people he's hanging around and associating yeah. himself with are a little bit more yeah. his style. Macaras an outlier in that. Group. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like like I said with Joey, like the Lawrence brothers and, and Max. Like I would love to hear those conversations that yeah, those yeah. dudes are having. Probably off camera. great. Exactly. So it's a little bit more his speed. So I think that's also going to help with him just going in and be like, hey, like, you know, my mind's in a good place. Everything's cool. I'm mm-hmm. not stressing about shit during the week. So I just I, I think that his best finish is a 10th. And I just think he just kind of goes a little bit notch better than he was last year. Because once again, he's got a full year in Supercross. And to be honest with you, he did better than even my expectations. Were yeah. Last year. Like I said, I, I see him 10 to 15th. Coach, any thoughts on the Brit there from the Rocky Mountain team? Well, I like what Cole said when he was talking about earlier about, you know, getting the pressure off, you got to understand Max is pretty tight with the new owner, Mark McKenzie. They go all the way back to the, the original beating grounds together. I don't think Max has any pressure. Uh, the fact that Mark is an investor in this team, Mark, it was part of him coming on as an investor was that, you know, Max would be part of it. We saw Max did really, really well on the starts last year. He's not afraid. He's a good starter. Mm-hmm. I would agree that the, the, the bike, if it, it, if it gels with his riding style, which is yet to be seen, I think he has zero pressure. I think he's going to actually, I know that, uh, Justin's probably going to get mad at me for this, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Max be the top guy out of these three. I don't know that Shane's back's going to let him ride to his fullest potential. I don't think Joey, I just think he's too on or off. I like him as a person, but as a racer, he's either all in or it just seems to be a little bit fragile. Where I think Max Anstey's fun, having a good time, doesn't hurt when you're pretty tight with the owner. So your risk of getting let go, even with a subpar performance, is not going to really materialize. So I don't think you'll see subpar performances because he has no pressure. I think it's a perfect scenario for Max Anstey for 2022. This is my biggest question for Max Anstey. Mm -hmm. Does he get paid? <laughs> ha! Ha! Uh, we don't have time to get that into all that. Blow, I'm going to assume at some point, maybe it's not from the team, but he's getting paid from somebody. Well, because uh, that was just a Butler Brothers. Well, yeah, it is. But like, but if you want to be honest, we're not going to go any further than this comment. But if you want to be honest, I don't. It's not like I know Max personally, but I was around him a lot when he was an amateur. The way him he does business, the way his dad does business. Max is not a guy that does shit for free. Yeah. yeah. So he's getting paid from someone. Maybe it's not the team. Once yeah. again, I don't know. 
but he's not a guy that does stuff for free. So he's getting paid from somebody. Who it is, who knows? Yeah. Well, okay. So coach has got to go. So let's move through the rest of this team, and then we'll get into asking coach some questions here. Okay. Um, speaking of the back issues, coach, we'll go to you with this one. Mikel Rath, I mean, does he make it through the year? Is this back problem going to be like Zacho, where all of a sudden like he's just going to be like, oh, I retire? Like, what are, what are your thoughts on this? Because you, this is your wheelhouse here of like the body and how the body breaks down. So, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I love the fact that you asked the question that way. Here's the challenge: I don't know him personally. You guys don't know him personally. What is the actual truth of the magnitude of his injury? I mean, we heard that his back blew out when he was in a midair flight. I, 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 what, how, do you, how do you file that conversation? <laughs> you know, it's not like he came up. You know, it's not that yeah. he whiskey throttled or it's not that he flat landed and came off the track and his back was blown out because we saw him laying on it like Cooper Webb did. We go, oh, that was a pretty brutal back injury. All we heard was his back gave out during a midair flight. And then all of a sudden the season's over. So that to me tells me that there's got to be a lot more below the hood. Uh, are we privy to that information? No. I, that's part of the challenge that we run in our sport is this is where I think everybody keeping everything under tight lips. When you're riding for a team, it seems like it's a good idea because quote unquote, you don't want to show any signs of weakness or any kinks in the armor. Well, now, unfortunately, a year and a half later, what are we asking? Is he durable? Can he go the distance? And I think that's going to be the biggest doubt. I don't think there's any any of us on the phone tonight that would doubt that Shane could be a top 10 guy. He's proven that he can go fast. I mean, let's go back to when he was on TLD 250. I mean, he was a beast. I mean, him and Anderson, and you remember that showdown? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we tend to have amnesia when it comes to it wasn't that long ago that he was the man. Mm-hmm. And for somebody of that, badass capability has a back that goes out on a flight makes me wonder what's the truth about the the spine we saw what happened to you know if we jump down and go and look at osborne you know it's it's enough that eventually you just you can't win the battle so million dollar question on shane is the speed there absolutely good equipment absolutely we don't know what the true history of his back so I don't know. He's he's a big question mark. Yeah, I think he is the most mysterious man in the in the whole field. Uh, well, so in yeah. all fairness, the one race he did last year because he came back for one the heat race. Heat race was really good, and in the main, even even with blowing himself out in that heat race, fourteenth in that main, and he was running tenth, I think, for, for a while. while. Yeah, uh, it pains me to say, like, it just I really like Shane a lot. I've a, I've been a big believer of Shane. Um, I will just say I think he makes it four rounds, decent rounds, and we see him exit the series round seven. Because kind of like I said with Zach, coming from someone who has back issues, same thing I said about Zach, back issues like that, especially like Coach just articulated, your back just blows out in the middle of the flight. <laughs> like that's there's more than you just – there's more there. Back issues don't go away. Mm-hmm. They can You can do things, obviously. We know what you can do to make those subside for a little bit, but ultimately back issues don't just go away. I – think this is going to be Shane's last year racing and I don't think we even see him for outdoors I, I mean I would agree with that we, we just which don't is know terrible. Which and it's, is a, terrible. it's a fucking bummer man because he never really got a shot to show yeah and Shane has got but. he's just such a good dude I mean from what we see like like coach said he doesn't know none of us know him personally what you see on camera he's just such a good dude and it sucks to see him never really get a actual shot yeah no. he's just I mean that's the cruel part of our sport though we is. could have a laundry list of guys that 
never got the shot they deserve yeah yeah it's just so up in the air that like i I don't even know how to play it i was shocked by the signing i still don't know what the hell like i i don't know i don't know none none of us the whole season huh you guys think it makes through the whole season no i the back thing's way Uh, yeah in in my opinion it's too much you kind of called it with zacco and uh yeah, yeah. I mean, one time you were right. Nailed yeah, you head, said dude. the thing was Zacho. He tried to come back. Really? And then one back. time? Fuck you. Yeah, one time you were right. So <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. All right, Justin, let's go to your next person here on this team. This is your boy. This is my boy. This is your oh, boy. This is my boy, oh. Joey Savachi. So yeah. I, I, before you start with that, oh, I'm yeah. gonna cut you off. Okay, there we go. because this was a point that I was kind of falling into the Savachi thing. It really sucks to say this, too, but he's another guy that's kind of got boned by the sport and is never going to be able to show his true This potential. is the first year he hasn't really actually gotten boned, though, because he's on a team, the same team, consistently. But yeah. still, I mean, that no, that yeah. shot he had at Kawasaki and the way he was riding, yep. you'll never see that again. Yeah, but that was screwed. he was screwed on that from day one. Yep. Let's face it. He knew going in that con- – and he's even he's said never that, running he on top five or competing something? for podiums yep. ever I, again. I was yeah, he was he, on the – it was the Ozex – Ozex Open. Yeah, he knew he was boned on that from the beginning. Like there, there was no one in that was. It wasn't like he was blindfolded going into that. Like, oh, I'm going to be able to stay at Kawasaki. No way. AC was coming. He knew it. The team knew it. Everyone knew it. I think he was just hoping that year. I I think he was hoping his results. They were going to find monster. Could have kicked in a little money. That happens all the time. Unless he went out one race, it like won a lot of races. That Supercross season, we all know it. His results. Were fucking good. They weren't bad, yeah. And weren't. they're never going to be that fucking good again. I don't care. I what mean, you guys maybe say. I don't know. His, so his best finish last year was a sixth, and he was tenth in points. That to me is not a fucking terrible year for no. what you look at Joey Savacci at. I think he does the same thing again, except I think that and I know everybody and probably even coach because coach kind of alluded to it with the Max thing because Joey's up and down. He thinks Max will be the best. I actually see Joey getting a few top fives this year. Because of the fact that this is the first time since Cowie he's been on the same team, he's not having to relearn yeah. all the people he's working with, having how to communicate with people, how to talk to his whoever his trainer is, his manager, his mechanic, whatever. He's not having with to re- new management. Did they keep all the same people though? I think the only person and Kev actually talked about this. I think only one of the mechanics left, and I don't think okay. it was Joey's. Burner's not there anymore either. Well, I who knows what Joey and Burner. Yeah, Burner's still at the same compound. I'm sure yeah. they talk. So yeah. my point is, is that it's a big thing mentally when you go in. We know how mental, how big part of this was sport. I think he's gonna be going in saying, "I don't have to learn all this shit all over again," because he went from Kawi to Suzuki to KTM, same team, same program, yeah. bikes different, like. But I think, I, like I said, I think he's going to be in the same spot, and I think he gets multiple top fives. Now, where he's at at the end of the year in points, who knows? Because, yes, Joey just has those moments where you're like, what the fuck are you doing? But it's a big deal for him to not have to relearn a whole program over again. I mean, I will agree with you on that. I'm not really going to argue with you about any of this. The, the problem is it was so quietly decent, is how I'm going to word it, last year, that it's like, Oh, I didn't I even don't realize have, he got his best finish was a six. I didn't either. And I didn't realize he was top ten in points until yeah. I literally looked the info up yesterday. I remember there was a couple times he was running and really race, good. But they were in heat, heat races, races and stuff. Tuck the front wheel. Yeah, and they yeah. tucked the front wheel and but I they would were sit there races. and tell they you like mains. Oh, yeah. So what do you call it? Savachi syndrome, syndrome, bro. Yeah. yeah. And looking even outdoors, we talked about this many times. Up until the end of the season, he was the best finishing KTM guy at a lot of the yeah. a lot of points. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he just had a quiet year the whole entire year. It's yep. just I think there's a big thing to be said, the fact that he's on the same program, mostly. Yeah. 
over again. And we may see some flashes this year from him. I Maybe. mean, it won't. Yeah, it won't even shock me if there's a couple times where he look at the top of the board in qualifying and he's fastest because once again he did that oh, like four times oh, on Cowley. Okay, let's not go too far here. You and I don't I, think you that's and a, I are Travis, right. What up. was? Oh, go ahead, Travis. What was uh, what was Sabachi's, uh top finish outdoors last year? Uh, it wasn't outdoors. His top finish in Supercross, he was sixth. Okay. And what was the attrition rate towards the second half of Supercross 450? I don't, was it terrible? It wasn't like, like it wasn't like AC, AC, AC was out. AC. Anderson was out. Yep. Osborne was out. Yep. See, that that's the problem is we tend to look at that and we don't remember who was pretty much out of, out of contention at that point. Yeah. So that's where I think it's going to be pretty diluted. If every Again, I know it's a redundant comment. Healthy Yamaha, Brandis, Tomac, Craig, healthy KTM, Webb, Plessinger, Marv, healthy Callie, AC Anderson, healthy Honda, Sexton, Roxon. I Savachi's going to be hard pressed. I think I think we're going to see a lot of the same of like top ten stuff, unless the attrition rate hits really hard. Because I mean, okay, you're throwing those three guys out. Well, Zach wasn't in it all year, and he's not going to be in it now because he's he is actually retiring, from what I understand. Shocking. Um, and Ooh. then. Uh, you. I mean, you look at the other guys. Yes, they were out. Ando, we'll get to him. He's on a new team. I mean, AC. I think for me, what we'll I'm saying. See. I think what I'm saying. <laughs> what what I'm saying about what I think he's going to do in the top five. Like I said, I don't think he's going to do it consistently. I just think I still believe it enough in Joey's his speed that even when all those guys are clicking, that he can still be that guy because we even we seen it a few times last year. Like I said, heat races, tuck the front end. Yep. You know, and once again, we got to remember too the fact of how like behind he was coming into the season when we got to Supercross. Yeah, because he was the last minute on that KTM. But I don't so, yeah, and I don't I disagree with what Coach was saying. That has a big part to do with it, and we do forget that. But like I said, I forgot he even got a six. Like yeah. I didn't even realize that being a Savachi fan. Yeah. Like I said, who knows if he finishes better in the points at the end of the season. I just think we're going to see a little bit more Cowie version of Joey Savacci yeah. than we had the last couple of years. But once again, he's still going to have those moments where you're going to be like, what are you doing, dude? And that's going to ultimately hurt him. I'm just happy that he's on a team. He's not having to worry about that. And it's the same team. Yep. So I don't know. You know, I yeah, think we'll a big see part of it. All right. So we're getting to the end of our time here with coach. I know we got a few more minutes, coach, because I did see your text there, but we'll uh, we'll still get this somewhat wrapped up here. We'll give you a few minutes of spotlight. So, Justin, I know you have a few ending questions. So right. ask coach your few ending questions. Just start with one. Let right. him answer and then we'll go through the All other right. coach. Who do you think is going to uh, exceed expectations this year? I know we didn't get a chance to talk about everybody. But one of the guys, and I don't even mean like they're going to go win, get top five in points, just somebody that we're not really hearing a lot about or people are talking about. Who do you think might exceed expectations this year? Yeah, I think um, I think the guy to pay attention to is going to be Christian Craig. I think he's in probably the driver's seat more so than anybody because he's the only guy that's got a 250-450 combo going on. Okay. And when we talk about 250s on another show, we'll get into it. But when you stop and you think about that 250 class, you've got to realize you've got Nichols, Cooper, Craig Martin, and Forkner. All of those guys have to point out this year. Mm-hmm. All five of them. Yep. Because Nichols and Cooper got to come back because they're defending champions, but Craig Martin and Forkner, they're at that threshold points. So when you look at somebody like a Christian Craig, he's already got his foot in the door at Yamaha. But let's look at that Yamaha program, and I know we're getting kind of towards silly season for 23, but does Tomac retire? If Tomac retires, opens up a spot. 
if Tomac retires and opens more money for Randis to stay, do they continue to grow their 450 program or now they pick up a couple guys for relatively cheap? I think you're going to be looking at Christian Craig that smells blood. I think he's got incredible talent. I mean, even though I still see him as a young guy on the, in the podium, you know, excuse me, in the paddock as a whole, mm-hmm. I still think Christian Craig is going to be the surprise if I were to look at all the 450 riders. Good equipment, good program, but nobody's really talking about him for obvious reasons. When you're sharing a locker room with Ferrandis and Tomac, that's going to happen. All right, so before we get to your champion, who do you think will not live up to expectation? And once again, I'm not trying to diss on anybody. I don't mean, oh, they're going to be like 15th and not make mains. Just somebody that everybody's talking about who they think is going to be battling for a title, top five, just not quite living up to that. Mm. You know, this time of the year, everybody's flying at the test track, right? So <laughs> yeah. if if we had to stop watching nationals tomorrow, there'd be 37 number one plates uh, <laughs> offered up on Saturday night. Yes. Um, I'm going to go with Tomac. I think Tomac is in an environment where he's got a, yacht, a lot of young blood. Okay. I think Tomac has made his money. Tomac has had tremendous success. Um, I will go head-to-head with anybody that wants to argue Tomac had no place else to go so this was you know he got that contract signed very early I mean in the history of our sport have we ever seen a public announcement come from an OEM i.e. Cowie saying that they were not bringing him back we never saw it ever nope um it was probably the worst kept secret in history that he was going to star Yamaha um the idea here is Tomac doesn't need the money Tomac doesn't need any more success. I mean, a, a Des Nations championship, he'd love to have that to his credentials. But I just, you know, do, would any of us be surprised if Tomac came out and won the first five rounds? No. Uh, but I think at the end of the season, when you're dealing, again, I go back to sharing a locker room with Ferrandis. You got Christian Craig in there. I just think, like you guys were saying earlier, he's still, you know, the other guys, i.e. Ferrandis, is still extremely, extremely hungry. And I see Tomac going, yeah, I just, I really have no need to fight. Like you guys were saying, that fine line between twisting the throttle, between common sense and willing to risk what it takes to win. I don't see Tomac willing to do that. Again, he could prove me wrong and I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. But that's who I would have. If you were to pin me down on a dollar bet, uh, that's who I would go with. And who's your champion? For for 2022, that's a tough one because, as I said earlier, <laughs> yeah. Sexton looks abnormally strong and big. <clears throat> um, we know he's got a lot of talent. He's put on a lot of muscle mass. He's, what do you call it, Soft, sophomore year, got the bugs worked out. Yeah. I don't think that you can bet too far against him. I think Webb, the typical pit bull, wants to just smash everyone's face in. And then you've got Ferrandis that says, hey, last year wasn't a fluke. Let me show you. I think it's going to be a three-way battle between Ferrandis, Webb, and Sexton. I think, and I know this is not going to sound very impressive, at the, at the six-round mark, mm-hmm. we're going to really see whose who's armor is the thickest of those three. Mm-hmm. Sexton obviously wants to be heir apparent at Honda. Um, I don't see Roxon going into outdoors next year, but I, you know, I see Sexton wanting to be the top guy at Honda. I see, you know, Jet Lawrence on the on the fast track to going to Honda 450. So Sexton wants to lay claim to that top, you know, top podium on that in that rig. So I see him having a lot of Spitfire. 
Webb, obviously with Plessinger coming over, even though they may be good friends and they may joke around a lot, Webb does not want to be second seat in that rig, come hell or high water. And then same thing with Ferrandez. Ferrandez wants to show them that he is the top guy at Yamaha, regardless of what Tomax bring into the table. So that's my three-way battle. At the end of the year, I'm going to go with Ferrandez. Well, hey, I like it. Hey, I I tell you what, a Cooper Webb versus Ferrandis battle for the title oh, will dude. be the most it's insane be awesome. thing. Oh yeah, because neither of them will hesitate. Neither of them give the a shit. The berm. But they'll also have a respect for each other. Yeah, yeah, I, a very healthy respect. Yeah. Yep. So, any other questions for Coach before I, he gets off from either of you? All right. Well, Coach, thank you for coming thank on, you so man. Much, buddy. We appreciate it. I know you got some family stuff to do here, so we will definitely. As always, we'll have you on again throughout the year because I know you're you're dying to do podcasts right now with you and Cooksey on a hiatus for a while. So have a Merry it Christmas, just, buddy. It just it just blows my mind. Somebody of Coach's stature just gives us Yahoo's the time. Yeah, I know. Day. We're a bunch of assholes over here. He fucking loves me, okay? Whoa, like, whoa. It's not just hell. you, dude. It's Look, me. What happened when he came up to Buck Bash? Came up here. You were off doing a thing. Me and Coach hung out the whole weekend. You ditched him. Look, I'm like, I was super cross, said, I was cross only, so I was irrelevant. Was parked like, yeah, on the other side of the field. crashing. Hey. Like, I'm the one who took Coach around. As he said, I have this amazing track there with my bike and stuff. Yeah. Stand here and talk to me. No, go ride. All right. Look. Yeah, whatever, dude. He was not upset. He was happy. <laughs> and he's even more happy with me because I have. My Tumblr. Look, bro, I'll have it on for the A1 wrap-up show. Shut up. fucking better. You son of a bitch. I'm going to take it and give it to Cole for a Supercross-only deal. Cole ain't doing shit. I'm going to get one when I sign up for the training program to get a Sprint Enduro title next year. (laughs) A Sprint Enduro title. (laughs) Really? I'm going Woods Racing, boys. All right, dude. Coach Rob, thank you once again. Remember to check him out, completeracingsolutions.com. Coach, have a happy holiday, sir. Thank you, buddy. We will talk to you soon. Sounds good, guys. Merry Christmas, everybody. Take care. Peace. Take care, Coach. All right, boys. Coach Rob there. We are going to take a break, change batteries here. I got to take a leak. We'll so come back. We're going to hit the rest of these teams. We got one, two, three, four, we or five. Actually, we got about. six teams because there's. I forgot to put gas gas on my list for some reason. We still got We got a lot of stuff. Yeah, to talk. so we got, we got a lot, lot to talk about. To so we're going to take a quick commercial break here. There's actually no commercial, but that'd be cool. No, there's commercials. There's going to be a fucking commercial. There's Who's commercials. doing it? There Travis will be a commercial. Oh, wow. Okay. Whatever. So thank you for interrupting. So even Supercross only over here knows that there's a fucking commercial. Yeah, that's right. You get up, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, everybody. We will be right back in a second. All right. And we're back here. So we're back for factory team. So we are going to start first factory team. <sighs> Which one of you wants to take this? You know, rock, paper, scissors. Where are we for? going? We're going to gas, gas. We're having fun, fun. With Bam Bam. I like like this, so can I, Guy, go first? Go for it, buddy. Can I, I Guy, Guy, go go first first? Go oh. for it, Cole. No, I, uh, well, let's first start off. I threw out some uh, some Twitter stuff. All right. And got a couple questions from some fans. Okay. The first question we got back from, uh, I think it was Leonard. Um, does Barsha win A1 again this year? Guys? No, no. You don't think so? No. I mean, no. I think he's he's no. got some confidence. I think what probability do you give him? Higher than what Justin probably. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Justin doesn't think so. Um, what probability do you give him? And then I'll tell you mine. Over seventy five percent. I go seventy five percent. 
That's where I'm at. I, I just... 38.5. <laughs> no one likes him. I don't so know. Just, uh, everybody always counts him out coming in A1 every year. He wasn't supposed to be good on the Yamaha when he signed late, all that stuff. Just something about that race he does well. Yeah, and he's won the can opener three keep, years in a row. Can he keep the winning going? No, I think we see a lot of the same Justin Barsha we've seen in years past. It, Last year was the same a contract year, though. He, I, th- that means he'll do better outdoors. Supercross, we're going to see a lot of the same. His career is also probably coming to an end pretty soon, too. Yeah, but I think he wants more. I, I think he wants uh, one more contract. I think, well, it, I, I think it's a little different. I think there's a different Justin Barsha. Um, we see it with guys in our sport, too. They get to a certain point in their career mm-hmm. where they actually mature a little bit. Yeah. And I think, let's face it, the way Barsha rides, if it translates anything into his personality, it's going to take a little while for him to mature. <laughs> so he's maybe at the little, he's a late bloomer on the maturity thing. Yeah. He's got a guy like Will Hahn in his corner keeping him in check now. Yep. He's wanted him in his corner for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Barsha is being the real Justin Barsha. He, like I said, he's one of those guys that made the cusp of where he can be himself in mm-hmm. the sport and not feel shielded. The vlogs are awesome. I love them. They are makes me more of a fan of him. Yep. His head's in a great place. He's on damn good equipment. He's on that bike for the second year now. Mm-hmm. Not afraid to test. Yamaha guy said that over and over again that Justin Barsha was a joy to work with. But that is my only concern with him is because he is the only guy, we have no one else to test stuff to take you, that. You don't think t- all the notes from the previous chassis are moving over from KTM? They're I done mean, with that bike. I mean, I do, yes, but he still has to test it and see what he likes. We, we've said this time and time again. Every rider's different. Everybody likes something different. So they can bring a whole bunch of notes from the previous chassis, but you still have to get to that point where he tests through something that he likes, and then we can move on from there. But. I, I don't I don't like the fact that he's the only guy. I understand why they want him to be the main focus. He wants to be the main focus. He wants to be the guy on that team. As I still like, think I still think they'd be better if they had another dude, but whatever. As far as having somebody to push him during the week to ride with, or like, what, that, what are you getting think, at with having that? I rides guy. with the KTM guys. I mean, say I don't think that's a problem because he rides with Wilbur with the KTM K- guys. Wilbur, Wilbur, so I guess check. you're just worried he, there's not two people testing the same bike. Yes. Well, Will still but tests. Nobody is going to ride a bike like Barsha is. He is the best asset to getting his bike right. All right. Well, I think. I agree. I mean, <clears throat> Will will keep his head in check. Uh, I think that you, I agree with Travis on the sense that you see a lot of the same. The only thing I will disagree that I think we see him either, we see him, because he was what, fifth in points last year? Fourth in points? Uh, I, think I, was, don't, I don't know. I think know. it was fourth. I, he, I don't you, have him written down. <laughs> he was, he was battling for wins and bat because like everybody likes to talk about what Sexton was doing at the end of the year. But let's be real: if you take away Coop, Kenny, and Eli, Justin, a lot of those races was the best guy. He was after really good. Them. Yep. Yeah, I think you see more of that. I think or the same thing, except even further into the season, which I don't know how much further you can get because he was pretty much doing it until the last three rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say you see him pretty much in the same. I think he gets two wins this year. But I do, I do think you see less seventh, eighth places, which he didn't really. It's not like he got you, a lot you of. You see anyways. more consistency. I guess you could say that, but once again, it's hard to say that because let's be real, he was pretty inconsistent last year for Justin Barsha. Like the few bad races that we got to remember that he had he came from way back, He's and it wasn't. Ass. And, yeah. I, and and I know people be like, well, it's always. Those races that were bad were not really his fault. It was stupid shit. One was a shifter. One, and then remember in Indy when he. Yarded everybody in the heat race, and then at the main he gets a terrible start, and then when it's he pivots, everybody goes in like everybody <laughs> goes down literally right in front of him. Yeah. So you want to talk about his bad races, and yes, you make your own luck, 
but a lot of his bad races last year weren't really his own doing. It was, yeah, and yes, you put yourself in those situations with your starts. That is part of it. But I just, I don't think you, I think this will be the most consistent we've ever seen Barsha. Now, whether okay. that's like fifth, sixth, whatever, but I think you just, I do agree. You see a lot of the same, except just a little bit better. There, right. was, there were glimmers of that 250 Barsha oh, for sure last year. For sure. And, it, it's fucking awesome when Tomac is behind him because he wants nothing to do with passing <laughs> it's him. It's so awesome. And, and it's not even just Tomac. There yeah. are so many guys that just park themselves behind Barsha what because was it? Yeah, they know the, they can't pass him. What was it, Orlando earlier? The, the, the Orlando race that like Eli was behind him? Or no, Justin caught him. Yeah. They, and they were going back and forth for like five, six laps or whatever. So, so top five, dude? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know if anybody would disagree with that. It's just... Yeah, it's just... As we get through this list, I think there's no consistent top five because there's so many dudes that could poke in there Other one weekend like and then dudes. fall out the next weekend. It's going to be a musical chairs for fourth, fifth. Yeah. Yeah. That is one of the things with how great the field is at this point is that it, it's pretty much musical chairs. Mm-hmm. There's not like Ricky that's winning every race or yeah. Stu yeah. that's winning every race. or two, three guys, I think, that'll separate them. I think so, on this, too. On this list, there's probably, if you just look at like history over the last three, four years, there's only three super, well, I guess you could say two because one of them had a lot of injuries, two super consistent dudes in Supercross as far as their results. Mm-hmm. So Four winners from last year. I don't only yeah. four winners. Well, oh, five. Sorry, five with Barsha. Yeah. Five. Sorry, because he's only on my five. list. Only five. Yeah. Yep. So uh, he is yeah. one of five dudes to to well, pull off a win. Tomac, Roxon, Coop, Barsha, and who was the fifth? Marv. One? Marv. Marv. Marv, Marv did get that. one in. Yeah. Forgot about that at the end of the Marv year. Marv did yep. get one in. Yep. So, all right. Anything else under his belt too? Anything else yeah. Barsha wise? No. So a top the same. top five dude probably sneaks a win does, in there somewhere. Does he hang it up after this contract? No, I think he's got one more in him. I think he's got one more. Yeah. I think they re-up him. Yeah. I think I think he'll do wow. one more two-year deal, and then he'll be out. So 2024 will be his last year. Maybe so. he'll have a teammate, though, for his last year. Yeah, maybe. So Who's that going to be? Hunter Lawrence. Ooh. I could see that. That'd be cool. Hunter Lawrence. Anyway, okay. Moving on. Next factory team we got, Factory Husky. And I'm just going to pour a little out for my boy. For your Zacho. dead homie. For your dead homie. Zacho over here. <laughs> Thought we were I good. Broke my back. We're not good. My Spinal back is so broken. not good. We were Spinal. so bad. Spinal. Spinal. I thought we had a chance, but it doesn't. It doesn't really surprise me. I can't say when the news came out that he. Hey, was going I, to I gotta. I gotta tell you, Justin called it. Justin did call it, but there was a Give glimmer. Him a smooch. There was a glimmer of hope. Give he was right about this one. Smooch. Uh, hey, well, blind hey, squirrel finds YouTube, a nut every once in a while. Smooch, here, smooch the like button. Here's, here's the here's thing, though. Smooch the like button. You can give me all the credit in the world, but the reason why I was right is not a great reason because no. I know what it's like to have back issues. It's well, shitty. Well, and then did you hear that Like Husky is like dropped him, dropped him? Like, yeah. Supposedly, people are saying they're doing him dirty. Yeah. Supposedly last year he was, uh, yeah, he is. That's he why is. I made that comment. Didn't know that. Because yeah. last year, so Steve touched on this on his show, and we won't spend too much time on Zach here, but Steve touched on this of like last year when he wasn't racing, he Riding was at the races, right. yeah, coaching, helping the guys. Hampshire wins. Yeah, Hampshire wins. And then like from what Steve understands, he wanted to keep doing mm-hmm. stuff like that. And Husky was basically like, nope. And, and it's super weird because Husky last year like was like, yeah, you can do this. This will be awesome. And then all of a sudden this year, like, he's coming back. And then, oh, whoops, sorry, won't work, can't come back. And they're like, oh, no, we're done with you. So it's like a spite thing? or I don't got to be real know, honest with weird. you. Other than one of the dudes we're going to talk about on this team, they're not really making a lot of great decisions in the last couple of yeah, years. Yeah, Husky's a real. <laughs> well, hey, you know what that all comes down to? Can and Bobby Hewitt. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, 100%. They can, Bobby Hewitt. Now look at that place. They've been through two Well, two did you listen managers? to the Gypsy thing yeah, uh, well, with, with, there, right? uh, with no, Tommy Tenders there? When they were, when I he asked about Hewitt not being at the team anymore, and was that kind of like the exit strategy for for Ando? And Tom was like, eh, the team kind of changed a little bit after he left. Like, he didn't go into too much detail, and obviously he doesn't know everything because he's just, you know, whatever, stupid filmer or whatnot. But uh, you'd he, be surprised what yeah, he but he, he basically was like, eh. Do we know for sure? Has it been announced that Scuba has officially left the team as team manager? That I'm not sure of either. Because that was obviously the word that we were all hearing during yeah. Outdoors. If he's yeah. gone, I don't know who the hell their team yeah, manager is be. I'm not 100% sure. But positive note. For Dean Wilson, who is still on this team, he now gets to ride the new bike and not the is old he bike. You get to ride the new one. Yeah, because because so originally when it was uh, him, Zach, and Mookie, Mookie and Zach were going to be on the new bike, and Dino was going to be on the old bike because Dunn they couldn't shit, get yeah. stuff. And now basically he's just going to get the new bike because Zach's not going to be there, and they're Good not bringing him. anyone else on. So what do we think? I know Cole, we'll start with you here because you're more of a Dean Wilson guy. Yep. What do you think about Dino for this year? What makes you think I'm a Dean Wilson guy? I mean, I'm we could call right back at you. We could call Wyman because he is a Dino Homer. See, I think my thing with liking riders is if I I'm going off a little bit of tangent here, but if I if there's a rider. I like him because he's probably a dude I'd go hang out with. Yeah. I would go hang out with Dean Wilson. Yeah. It'd be fun as hell. Duh. Yeah. Like Chase Sexton, I wouldn't want to hang out with him. No, I would not. No. I like his dad more than I like Chase. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Like here. I just, I've been around. Uh, yeah, no, Dino would be cool to hang out with. But anyway. anyway so what oh, do you think about no, Dino? That, that's really interesting that he gets the new bike. Yeah. Um, and, he, you know, he's really good about usually posting on social media and stuff, but it's been a really quiet off season i think for guys posting videos of them riding it's been really quiet for a lot of off season i mean i haven't everybody. seen any video of mookie i haven't seen anything of plessinger i haven't seen we're gonna touch anything. on off season videos when we get down to the hrc team here a little bit but uh go ahead I, that's really about the only guys we've seen ride mm-hmm. um but you know dino said 12th 13th 14th place guy that's kind of where he's found his comfort zone what do you think his best finish was last year in supercross eighth actually yeah. <laughs> good, yeah good job yeah and he was, was 11th in points that's, which is shocking that's really really good yeah but like i said he's he was that 10th 12th 13th guy depleted he moved up a couple spots consistent yeah is this our is this his last year yeah on the contract yeah and i i think I, you see him go into some kind of ambassador role for somebody maybe he does more chew tube i yeah. don't think i don't i don't think it's gonna make a damn bit of difference being on the new bike I don't think lost, so either. No, 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 I don't think so either. I'm not trying to be a hater of Dean Wilson, but I've lost all hope in him doing anything, even though he's been staying healthy, and it's good to see him stay healthy with all the injuries he's had. But the thing with Dean, though, is is like kind of like with the Joey thing. Like, you forget. Like, I didn't know the eighth was his best finish. I probably would have told you, like, tenth. Yeah. But you just – you kind of forget that he's out there sometimes because he just – he's not really doing anything that you're like, he's oh. Just, he's a consistent 10 to 15th place guy, and you got to use him for his social media reach. It, I think he will only be That's 10 – I think he will only be inside the top 10 if we get to the end of the season and a lot of dudes are out because yep. I'm here to tell you, A1, if all the dudes that we're talking about stay healthy, mm-hmm. knock on wood, make it there, Yeah, I think he is like 17th. Yeah. Dean Wilson has – He's found his place in the sport. Eli Tomac for forever changed his career. Yeah. <laughs> Eli Tomac ruined Dean Wilson's he, career. He really did. Yeah. With yeah. that pass. Yeah. But, like I said, he's found his place in the sport. He doesn't necessarily have to go out and get those high-end results. The sponsorships that he's inked 
are based on who he is as a person. Yep. Is he still affiliated with Dan Bilzerian? No. No, Dan Bilzerian. I don't douche, but I was just wondering. I mean, yeah, that's a weird situation. But still, no, he's not. But again, another cool ass situation. Like, yeah. I I mean, it's cool as hell that Mm. you rode your bike through that mansion, jumped the pool, and all that kind of shit. Um, Yep. Yep. So, yeah, no, I'm with you guys. 10 to 15th place, dude. If we see some attrition rate, I think he moves up, but that's going to be the only reason. Outside of that, just a consistent, quiet 10th to 15th place guy. And we keep using 10 to 15th place. I know there's a lot more dudes in that, and they're going to see some of them fall out of the 15th place. It's just because of the jockeying. Yeah, but it's just because of the jockeying. And the 15th to 22nd place, I reserve for the kind of like the outliers we started with the fucking uh privateer guys like those guys are definitely going to be back there well it's kind of like even like four to eight like the jockeying a position that's going to be between four and eight one weekend yeah which realistically you could go four to twelve oh yeah for sure with the the guys so um okay so you start this is a guy you're this is this is a guy i'm really high on this year oh which i have not been high on before uh, but we're going to move on to this. Uh, Malcolm Stewart. Uh, Mookie Fever. Best finish last year was a third. Sixth in points. Mm-hmm. I think he gets a win this year. I yeah. don't disagree. And he you actually, I can hold you to that, that he's not saying this because he said this the last time we did a show before the show we did at Bucks. Yeah. We were talking about this, the offseason show. You said yeah. that. So it's not like you're I'm just, really high. He's yeah. he's working with Alden. Again, everyone was like, oh, well, Mookie's not going to be able to work with Alden. He knows what the fuck Alden's going to put him through. Yeah. He's seen it with his brother. Yep. He knows what the situation is. So he knew going in when he signed that contract of, hey, I'm going to do this. He's solid He's in a place. He's committed himself to two years two of working years, his balls off. New bike. Outdoors? Good money. Yeah, yeah outdoors okay. too. Indoors and out for two years. So I I'm, see. I'm pretty high on Mookie too. He he did what he wanted to do last year of stay go healthy. in, stay healthy. And I mean, you look at his results. He's in the top 10 every fucking race. He was fit. I think he got like a fifth between five and sixth, like four weekends in a row. Let's put it this way. You don't you don't luck into sixth in points last year no, because our attrition no, rate not was not that high. Uh, and we, again, had 20-some dudes all on really good equipment. So let's also let whatever the hell goes on, whatever things they're putting in their bodies down there in that Baker camp, <laughs> it works. It does. It works. It does. At least for two years. Hey, the bakery is having a going out of business sale, but outside of that, yeah, it's got a lot. Never mind. I'm not going to go down that road. With the special ingredients for the dough? They're selling a lot of. They're selling a lot of stuff. The bakery will be closed after next year. Yeah, Alden's probably going back home. Yeah, interesting. You guys got to fill me in on more. Anyway, um, it's not that hard to put these puzzle pieces together. Everyone left. Well, so you just think he's going to be done? No, because nice. we'd also heard things back during yeah. outdoors about... Yeah, you know. there's... Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I, You guys are going to have to remind me about that because I want to hear more off camera. We'll talk off the camera. But, but anyway, anyway. Uh, let's just not argue with the results that that program has produced. Let's not forget about the year Mookie came in on a Suzuki ride 365. Yep. Ninth hour. Um, year after that, ninth hour deal. Uh, Star Yamaha out of fucking nowhere. Yep. When has he realistically ever put effort into getting ready for a season with no yep. other worries? And now he signed Never. a deal. He inked a deal early. Uh, like I said, a two-year deal, indoors and out, training situation, all lined up. I mean, he's taking care of at this point. So this is going to be yeah. the best Mookie oh. we are going to see, period. Has anybody seen? I'll ask you because you're more on this. Have you seen any Insta videos of him? Nothing. I haven't seen anything. Either. Husky, Nothing. the only video I've seen of him, and this was like a two months the ago. The launch video. Yeah, Husky put yeah. out that launch video of him riding at the compound, and that was it. Yep. And they're on the new bike as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that new bike goes through the whoops better. Yep. Uh-huh. 
Boy. <laughs> See, <laughs> he's already I, so fast through the whoops, he can take my, the chain off and put it back on before he even hits the next one. Oh. That's what scares me, though, is, and I said this when we talked about You think this, he's going to be too fast? I think that he said, I want to make it through a whole year. I don't. I, I just want to do just enough. I want to be healthy. I want to prove I can make it through the whole season, know what it's like to go a whole season. Well, now that he's got that out of his brain, I'm scared that he's going to come into some of these races feeling himself, feeling that he can go past that limit. And once again, we all saw what happened when he did that two years ago. He literally defied the laws of gravity and physics <laughs> and like his chain unwrapped itself, wrapped back on, and he broke his femur. So I'm just that's the only thing that scares me with Mookie is if you can tell me if you can get a crystal ball and tell me, just tell me that at the end of the season he's gonna be healthy, then I'll agree with everything you guys are saying, whatever. He's gonna win. Yeah, but do you think he I think he learned last year with going through the whole year of like, okay, cool, I can push it a little bit more here. Yeah. But not so but not Heat race, Mookie. But see, he's that's what winning a lot me. of heat races. But that's what scares me, though, is we don't know, though, that because what Cole just said and what you just said, that this is the first time he's ever taken a – he's had a whole entire offseason to get ready, had everything in line, knowing where his program is going to be the year after. Who knows if he just throws that all out the window now and goes, now I'm just going to go for broke. That's what scares me. Yeah. We don't know. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's just – he has this control – of where his speed is at now, and he can go at 92, 93%. Once again, if you're going to tell me that Mookie's going to go 100% at any point this year, I'm going to tell you he's going to hit the ground. Yeah. Because he is just like his brother. Yeah. Me being one of the biggest James Stewart homers there is, James did not learn how to stay on two wheels uh, when he at his best, and Mookie is the exact same guy. But once again, you can tell me he just stays he, healthy. Does he have a switch? Like an on and off switch? Yeah. No, I don't. Oh, you mean like just be able to flip it on wherever he wants no, to? No, like being able to ride in his zone. If like he's going as James, fast as there no. was wide the fuck open or there was nothing? I think that if he's in his mind that he's going to try to be the fastest movie he can be, no, he does not have a switch. I don't know, man. I think, I think his... But history I, says I, otherwise, though. What he's yeah. seen in his lifetime, he yeah. Might have. I, but see, history has not proven that that's he, a step. But man, but last year, dude, he yeah, was but able he, to do that. But he backed and it James down. never was. But he backed it down, though. That's because yeah. he wasn't yeah, trying to go fast. And I don't fast, think he, he ain't coming in last year with as much confidence as he's going to have coming in this yeah, year. Yeah, I don't know, man. Here's the thing: if he has figured it out, them boys are in trouble. Exactly, I completely he's agree. Have the most chiseled jawline. <laughs> Christ. I completely agree. But once again, though, history says that he is it not. Does. It does. And I can't argue with statistics and facts. So. That's what scares me. Is yeah. if, you can tell, if you could just tell me, hey, he's going to be healthy at the end of the year, I don't disagree with anything you guys are saying. But it just it really scares me that he's not going to be able to do it because yeah. history says he can't. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wait and see. It's yeah. a wait and see thing. But but we all think he's going to do well, and we yeah. all think he's going to pull off a win sure. as long as he doesn't ragdoll it a la Will Hahn in the first practice at A1. He went backwards. Yep. So Okay, so that wraps up Husky there. Dude, Moving I, on to our next team. I, I just want to say something one more time. Okay. Mookie's going to be good. Okay. Great. Thank you. Jesus. That was insightful. Thank you. Really good. Really helpful. Right there. Really helpful. Deep. Uh, Deep, He's going to be nothing short of exciting. Would you talk into the microphone? That'd be great. He's going to be nothing short of exciting. Especially oh, if he comes into a corner too hot and just launches the berm. <laughs> into the nets. Into the nets. Oh, Steve he, Mathis He's going to take nets. somebody out. Oh, for sure. All right. Anyway, next team. Factory, Monster Energy, Kawasaki. Oh, I was about to say, which one are you going Monster? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? We got two. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's start with let's start with Ando here. Best finish last year, third. Coming off steel frame. Which once again, man, I just I'm completely forgetting. Maybe because it's been so long, I can't remember him getting third. 
Like I, I don't either. I just don't. I don't remember Dude, what there were a couple was. races in Atlanta and shit. You was the fastest guy. I just yeah. yeah. I remember that, but I don't remember a third. Like it just maybe it's been so long, but I just don't remember that. So big, biggest thing on this is he's coming off steel frame gang to aluminum frame. This is he a very interesting signing. So comfortable on that Cowie. You think he? Looks I think that you bike. Think so? I think that bike fits his style so much better. I, did, I, I didn't have, think he looked as loose. And I haven't been as impressed with him. I am super impressed with the fact. I mean, dude, it just it fits his. It just fits his body type. It fits the way he positions his legs on the bike. The way he kind of pulls. He, do, he does look a less aggro, I guess, on it. Yeah. a lot smoother. Got to remember that Husky is yeah. shorter than the Cowie. And the way he positions his legs, the way he pushes back on the bike, there was a lot of times where he would get way too far back on the subframe. That Cowie, he doesn't have that problem. And I just, I don't know if that's going to translate to be doing better. I mean, he won a championship, so he can't do better. But he ain't winning another title. No, I. That's not what I'm saying. But I just, he I think, one year deal. I thought it was two. I think it's two. Think Is it's it? Two. I think it's two, and then I think he's out. Yeah. And I think it's monster money. Yeah. The the rest of the money is wrapped up in Air Fork. I think yeah. that he will... And he's done after two years, FYI. Yeah, for sure. Well, he's I mean, retiring. He, once again, he doesn't have to either. He's got other stuff he's got going on. Yeah, he's on. got he's plenty like, of money. Uh, I think that he... Obviously not a championship. Take that down a notch. And at Husky, from the championship, of him just being like, hey, winning heat races, top three, top five. I think that's where he's at on this Cowie. Yeah. And I actually... I think he's going to be the best guy on the Cowie team. Bold prediction. Uh, yeah, I think he makes it through the season where the other guy probably won't. That's my point. I think oh, that yeah. he's just going to be really, really good. I think it's going to take a few races to see it because, once again, dialing in the bike for race situations. But just something when I watch him, I'm like, man, it just... Yeah, just I'm going to have to go back and watch some videos. Yeah, I am too, because I haven't been impressed with just anything watch, I've seen so far. Yeah, the only I'm, thing, just watch even his foot positioning. Just watch it. Just, if you watch anything, just watch his foot positioning. Is he right. waiting that outside peg? He's on the balls of his feet a lot more, too. Where he positions his peg under brain. Just watch his foot positioning. Don't watch the rest I mean, of his body. I'll check it out. Just watch his foot positioning. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Um, okay. Next up on this team. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, boy. Here we go. Another uh, insightful view here. No, no, no. I just... We didn't even talk about the biggest <laughs> thing about Jason Anderson. Okay. What's team it? Fried, bro. No one cares. Tom Drunette. Go listen <laughs> to the You guys ain't down with Team Fried? I'm not I'm, down I'm, with Team no. Fried, but I like Anderson's. I like the videos, but I'm not a big like Team Fried. Dude. You know he no. edits those himself. Who? Ando? Ando. No, he did. doesn't. No, Jesus. he does. Tommy Tenders does it. No, some of the ones on in, on Jason's page, Jason does himself. Tommy did not say that on the Gypsy thing. There was Jason, or there was Tom put something on his page like fun fact: Jason edits a lot of his own videos. I mean, I give him credit if he does. That's awesome. That's fucking sweet. But. Tommy didn't say that. Have on you the heard? Thing. Jason's a pretty creative dude. Have you ever heard? You're not into EDM music, but he made like an EDM mix, and it's pretty fucking good. He's a very extroverted guy, that's for sure. Yeah, but I, like, does not get Monster Kawasaki no. or the mainly the Monster Energy part. They're down with Team Fried, so yeah. I think that's a big positive. Yeah, because I thought when he signed with that team, it was going to be kind of a you know the corporate atmosphere thing. They're not going to be down with Team no. Fried. But since Monster's footing a little bit bit of his contract, mm -hmm. I think that's a good thing for him. The only yeah. thing I will say is, even though Jason is not really that guy, like he likes to have fun, he's not really a party guy per se. I hope he doesn't get wrapped up in all that bullshit. Nah, he's fine. That well, if he was gonna get wrapped up what, in, he'd be wrapped up in it already. Money laundering, Illuminati shit, cocaine. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Just hit every fucking code word there. Yeah, sick. 
Uh, so let's well, go we're on off the other... YouTube now. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Thanks. On the it's been a good run. Let's go on to the other guy. Well, I'm not allowed to say the I word. <laughs> Illuminati. No. Um, all right. Next guy. I was going to drop that word on somebody else in this. No, Adam okay. C. In Cirillo. So AC is your boy going to make it through a Supercross season this year? Yeah. Hey, I am. I plead the fifth. I think there's too much pressure on the kid. No way. The pressure I'm not worried about. The thing is, is did they fix his arms? He says he did. If they fixed his arm pump issue, we're good. If I they didn't fix his good. arm pump issue, we're not good. We're so not. We're so bad. Yeah, but we're just he gonna randomly tuck the front fixed. end. He's we're gonna got r- this. It, ever it stems back to mini bikes. He's got this thing about him where he constantly has to impress someone. He's got to live up to this standard all the way through, and that's so much pressure that he puts on himself. Maybe. And he's had that since he's 16, so he, or 15, or 14 even, or fucking 12. Like, he's had this expectation on him his whole fucking life, and he's matured with that expectation. It's not going away. And if he's in second, third, fourth place, he's like, fuck, like, I suck. And he might say it off the track, like, oh, I'm learning from my mistakes, like, Blah, 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 blah. I'm a new guy. I'm going to learn from all this. When he's got his helmet on, let's face it, it's not changing. Look at Justin Barsha. Is he different when the helmet's on? No. How many fastest qualifiers does he get? Six, <sighs> 17? Are you ta- a lot. No, because he didn't even get he his rate. He this, did the t- the first eight races last like year. Five. No, that was the first year. That yeah, was the first that year. Wasn't whatever, that whatever. wasn't last year. Uh, I will say, let's though. get half of them? No, I'll give you, I'll give you one. You think he's fastest qualifier in half the races no, no, no. this year? Let me, I think he wins a race this year. Whoa! I think he wins a race this year. Woo, we're coming really? around, baby. No, we're not coming around because oh, just because he wins a race there doesn't mean shit. I, dude. Okay. Yeah, Marv won a race last Let, year. Let's let's take yeah. away take away the fact that you're an AC fan. Yeah. Take away that and just be completely neutral. I might have an AC shirt already. There is nothing. That can say otherwise of anything negative you say about Adam Cincerello that you can go, well, I can dispute that. Like, no, I honest. can't. So even you being an A, like with Zacho, it was different. Zacho won titles. Yes. He proved otherwise. Yes. AC, I don't care what anybody says. I will go head to head with anybody in the industry that says this. Even Steve Mathis, who thinks he's a fucking title contender. There's nothing AC has done in his 450 career that you can say he's a title contender. he's a title contender or even multiple wins he's got speed but can't that work with it and that doesn't matter anymore though because he cannot translate that speed into consistency he did it for one half of an outdoor well more than half a nine round series outdoors during covid oh god now we're really off youtube fuck but what i'm saying is is that there's <laughs> nothing he can do that can prove otherwise I think that he can. If I think his arm or shoulder, whatever, is fixed. It's not shoulder. It's his. I thought it was a nerve. Elbow. 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 It was a nerve in his elbow. What? Didn't he have a shoulder issue though? No. It was a nerve in his elbow. He always did growing up. He like could not. He couldn't hold on with the straddle. Either way, yes, I think he squeaks a win out. Yes, he's going to be fast. And yes, he's going to crash. Well, look, but he's not going to make strides with you boys because at least you're giving him credit to get a win. I said he was going to get a win last year. I don't remember that. You can go I back, go and, back watch. and listen. To yeah, that you can show, go back though, and watch. So. I even said he would get a win last year. I just said he wouldn't make it through the whole season. Okay, I just there's nothing. Does that, he make it through the whole year this year? No, no, because he God, hasn't done I just it yet. Can't wait for the season to start. He can't. Do, he hasn't done it yet. Like I'm not one of those. I'm one of. The, I don't want to be one of those people that harps on history because obviously motocross is so fluid. But this is two years now that we've seen of the same thing, and it's literally the same thing. Look, we are going to have some good finishes this year. No. We are going to get at least one win. And okay, we one win. Have fine. got our arms fixed, so. We're good. Yeah, no. 
No. We're good. Okay, see, this isn't him not being neutral anymore. This No, is he's being... still biased. Look, I got to be not neutral on a couple of things, Did you okay? change the wiener that hangs in front of your face from a 16 to a 9? Look, we we retired one number, and now we have another is number. Is AC your only... At- <laughs> so who... Hang on a second. Since you got rid of... Or actually, Zach got rid of you. <laughs> um, we retired on top. Whatever. No, you didn't on top. You weren't on top. Well, since there is no Look, more, we won we a 450 title and said, "Fuck it, we're you done." Wanna, yeah, Who's whatever. your replacement for Zacho? That's what I want to know. It's AC. I guess it's AC for right now. Because it's AC and Jet. Those oh, are you're boys. one guy. Oh, Jet is really my guy. Yeah, it, you got jet one. Guy. I got a lot of Jet it. merch. I brought a championship tee. Did uh, you too? Yep. Which one did you get? Uh, the gold one with the ring on it. Uh, yeah, I got, got that shirt too. And I bought the one at Red Boat in the tent. I got two of those. The ones they signed. No. Oh, mine are signed. Well, this one thing, that thing was fucking expensive. The $50 one? Yep. Yeah, see, I got two of those because I got one to go in a case and I got one to wear. They're signed. When they were signed, I was like, well, fuck, I better have two. Hey, we got the goggles too. Oh, dude, I got three sets. Do you, do you guys, <laughs> guys want to kiss? You, you want to get this over and done with? No, I no, like no. this fucking shit. Andy's good for this sport. No, he is. Have and you watched Lucas his, Myrtle's have you watched got his a red, fucking gold mine. Have you watched his Red Bull shit? No. We're no. way off on tangent right now, but. All right, yeah, it was back to Red Bull series is fucking awesome. And right? it was Joe back to Shimoda. I wish they put more of him in there. Anyway, um, yeah, no, AC gets a win. We make it through the season, and we are going to prove all of you fucking haters wrong. Okay, I've heard that for Please. two years, but yeah. right. anyways. You want what, what, would, what would convince are you? Are we open Are bet? we talking top five in the points? Are we talking top three in the to points? To convince me of what? That we have turned a corner. Are we doing aftermath sports book here? Do you want to no, no. bet a little we bit? Already got, turned a we already got one bet. We're good. It's a, it's a high standard to live up to because of how much hype and you know all this talk around AC is. So again, what would prove to you that we have turned a corner? Do Winning we gotta, a fucking championship. That's it? Winning a title. God, you have to finishing just, a 450 season. The f- standards are really fucking high. Every they single, all, they every, are high. I need to fucking see people him. People think he's going to win a title. I need to Jesus see him Christ, you finish like, every race. You act like all these other fucking losers of fucking losers. Oh man, we got to fucking if you don't win a title, you fucking suck. OK, if we could just get a top five in the points and go through every fucking race in the series. But AC we isn't would be paid okay. to get top fives. AC is paid to win. OK, great. So he gets a few wins. He gets top whoa, five in the series whoa, and few, we fucking move on. Few. No, it's not that because simple we completed AC. the whole series. It's and not, then we start focusing on let's win a title. It's right not now, the same thing. We need to just go ahead and finish the series. It's, it's get a not couple that wins un- notched under our belt. It's not that way with AC, though. It's either win or bust with him. Like everybody, it's the same way with Jack. We're set up to fail at this point with those stipulations. Okay? Well, he already has failed in the 450s, so <sighs> unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm speaking history. Your, your they're not my thing. facts. They're not my opinions. Oh my they're God. just, this is it's unbelievable. History. This is unbelievable. Am I, am I wrong? You're setting the man up has Am I wrong? You're saying AC hasn't fail. finished his 450 season yet. So am I wrong? So am I wrong you're with say, what I'm you're saying? You're saying it's up no, to fail. I'm Team Justin here. You're saying you guys are saying it's up to fail. You're blinded by his green nuts. He's hanging right gonna, in your face. He might want to go to a dermatologist to get yeah. checked out. Look, you got those Kawasaki Grinch green ass nuts hanging right in your we're face. We're gonna do the same thing that Zacho did. We're gonna yeah, like a, a TikTok. Four, we're gonna win a 450 no. title, and we're gonna no. say fuck you to all you no. haters, and then we're gonna retire on top. So That's all like, there's like, so are like seven guys gonna just like randomly retire next no, no. year? We are just gonna win a 450 title, yeah, and okay. then say fuck you to all <laughs> the haters, <laughs> suck my nuts. Sure. Sure. And I think we Cooper gonna say, and then we are gonna retire on top. Just wait on this. He said AC's gonna win the title. Yeah, a title at some point. We'll get back to this point when we're picking title predictions. We're actually going to get back to this point. Yeah, I, was about I to didn't say, say yeah. he was going to win this title. I said we are going to win a four fifty title at some get, point. Yeah. Say suck hey, our give fucking him two nuts, and then we are going to retire. Makes two mains, and then we'll go back to this. And when I get my twenty bucks, 
yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so Cowie's over with. Who's our next? And team? then AC is right. out, and they sign Hill. And then All there's right. got to be a Jason Anderson fan. That'd be great. Okay, oh. next team up. I have a team pride sweatshirt. Ma- Good for you. <laughs> I got a Scott Meshy or Scott Meshy T-shirt. Yo, what do you Scott's, want? You got a Scott Meshy T-shirt? Yeah, dude. What the Duh. fuck? I got it. Like, yo, it, next bro. time you talk to Kev, tell his bitch ass to give me a damn hat. He told me he was going to give me one after Bucks, and he never did. See, so I would give you mine. However, no, I want the burgundy one. However, my chick does not like how the Dirt Bike Depot hats like point at the front, so she took all my Dirt Bike Depot hats and hid them, and so now I'm wearing Kevin's hat. Is it the burgundy one? No. Oh, I want the maroon. What? You got told what you can't wear? I didn't get told. That she hid my hats, all right? What? <laughs> Just like she hiding did, them like She Easter does eggs. not like the point. Uh, like, the way it comes to a point on the front, she does She does not like that. All right. What's the next? I love them. You know, I, I hate to tell her this, but you're just ugly no matter what you wear. I'm going to punch wow. you right in the nuts. <laughs> oh, God damn Kick it. you so hard that Emily's going to be like, what the fuck did you do to him? You made him stare. Oh, she thought that when I came home with a broken nose from Silver Lake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. All right. Next team up. Monster Energy. Star Racing. Yamaha. Oh my God! Oh. Is this team stacked? So wait, hang hold on, on, hang on, hang hold on. on. Hang Here's on. Justin's boner. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Justin's boner just hit the bottom of the whoa, table. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, Justin. No, no, no. Start, start. What? That camera takes a second to get going like that. For it's real. Three sixty action, bro. All right. So tell me about Dylan Ferrandis and how he's never won a fucking Supercross race, hey, but he's going to win the title. Go put for that it. In your waistband, real quick. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Hurry up. Tell, I'm sorry. tell me how yeah. Dylan's going to win the title and he hasn't won a fucking race yeah. yet. Go Has ahead. That in your waistband. Has AC won one? Oh no, guess I didn't not. say he was going to win the title this year. So go ahead. Come on. Hey, I'm sorry, man. Sound did like I, an idiot. Did I not? Did I not say he was going to win the outdoor title? Did he not win the outdoor title? Was I right about that? God, I love being right about French people. <laughs> oh my God. Bitch, you both know that I am right and you can't dispute it. He's not winning the title. What tells you otherwise? Dylan Ferrandez hasn't won a the fucking race yet. It was his rookie year. So? And he won an outdoor title his rookie year. Who was Great. the last person to do that? Ryan fucking Dungey. Good for him. Supercross doesn't come as naturally Supercross to Dylan is Ferrandez. not the same I'm sorry. As is he not a two-time 250 West Supercross champion? It took Great. him four years before he won the title. And he had never Great. ridden Supercross a day in his life before he shit. came He's over He's not here. winning this title. You're fucking high. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you I, are. He's going to be very Let, good. Hold on. Hold on. But hold on he's going to be very good, but I'm... Did you guys... Can he get a fucking... Can he get... Did you guys not sit up here when we had our preview show and I told you how good Dylan was going to be and y'all looked at me like, oh my God, there's no fucking way. AC beat him, this and that. I'm not speaking opinion. It's fact. Those it's blue literal fact. on your chin are I'm fucking crazy. Fact. It's literal <laughs> fact. You guys were like, oh my God, Dylan's not going to do shit. He can't stay off the ground, this and that. And then the man went out and won a fucking 450 title. He, uh, I don't... Outdoors, he could get a shitty start and make his way through the field. He ain't doing that in a super. He was a rookie in Supercross, and the thing is, too, did you guys not remember? Rookie, veteran, everything. He still sucked dick at starts on a 250. I don't give two fucks. And he still won two titles. He still won two titles, even with shitty starts. This isn't the 250 class. They said that about him riding outdoors. This isn't the 250 class. And guess what? He won a title before Adam Cicerello. I don't care. 30 plus two outdoors is way different than 20 plus one indoors. Okay, so, so I got three questions to ask you. Is his speed not good enough? His speed is good enough. Okay, to win a race. that's one. I don't think he that's can corner one. that bike as good in the. That's indoor. one. That's one. Okay, is his cardio not good enough? No one. You don't have to have that great a cardio to do Supercross. Okay, go tell that to Cooper Webb. You like tell Mac Ken Rocks. Okay, okay. Yeah, so that's that two was boxes. that was invalid. I'll that's two that. boxes. Third, is not his valid. racecraft? Is his ra- is his race? Yes, it is. 
Is his racecraft not good enough? His racecraft is also good. Three enough. boxes just checked. The only thing okay, he's got is wait, so wait, hold on, start, hold on, start hold on, hold on, five. stop, stop, stop. So you want to go with those three boxes? So does AC not check those three boxes? He doesn't check. His racecraft is absolutely dog shit. Oh, God, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's absolutely Jesus dog Christ. shit. The fucking blue nuts on your chain it's are worse than the green shit. nuts hanging from my chain. You know what so the difference between no our, two, our two people is? My guy has a number one title. Yours doesn't. You're fucking Actually, Jesus mine has Christ. four number one titles. Your guy's has one. Your AC guy, your... Those blue nuts are hitting his regular blue hey, nuts. Hey, you want to know what color my nuts I are? I like how when I have somebody that I root for, I'm crazy, but everybody hey. else, when they have someone, it's fine. You are. He, look. Dude, he won a he, title. My nuts are is, orange. Let's just, oh, Jesus Christ. Let's just, he is going to be very good this year. Agreed. He's going to come in with a lot of confidence. Agreed. He had a good year last year on the box. Best finish was a second. He was seventh in points. That was in like However, the second round, though. He like, didn't get he, on the- like he says, his starts indoors are dog shit. And there is not enough time, and he is not fast enough at Supercross to come through the fucking pack <laughs> like is he, he can is, outdoors. Is, you, is he moving Justin Barsha out of the way? Yes. He's moving Justin Barsha. Justin Barsha moving him back out of the way. I don't think when Dylan gets around Justin that Justin is going to be able to come back on him because He's of again, his race He's not coming grab. through this pack like he does outdoors. It's what not tell, fucking what happening. Tells you the end of the season. I'm sorry. At the end of the year, were his starts terrible? No, they weren't. At outdoors, his starts were not terrible. I don't care. Outdoors no. is not indoors. I, so I can't uh, say. So outdoors can, is not indoors. It doesn't matter. I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to win races. He's not okay. winning the title. Okay. No fucking way. Well, you guys said that for outdoors and you were wrong. You so. think you think he's going to outduel Cooper Webb for a fucking title? Yes, because all the stuff that Cooper has. <laughs> you are fucking high right now. You are so high. No way is he okay. outdueling Cooper Webb. Okay. And I don't even like Webb that much. Okay. Webb will not let him beat him indoors. No fucking way. Laugh. No okay. fucking way. All right. Okay. Fine. Yeah, but keep keep going. Keep fine. going. No, it's fine. You guys doubt you guys doubted him in outdoors and look what happened. You were both wrong. Actually, pretty much everybody was wrong because I was the only person after Thunder Valley saying Dylan Friend is going to win this title, and he won the title. You were correct on that. I was correct. I will give you that So one. all the same arguments you guys are making right now for Supercross, you're saying the exact same thing, except the difference is you saying he's not as good as Supercross is absolute bullshit. Do you want to put a dollar bet? No, because I don't want to bet. Because I know you don't like I don't, the bet, I don't so I'll bet. just make it because, like, no, really. don't make a bet with him. He won't pay you. Because realistically, I would put a 1000 bucks that he doesn't win this title. Not even but I'll just bet. But I know you don't bet that much, so I'll put a dollar I bet with you that he no, does put not a box win this of bread title. Sticks on that shit. Box of breadsticks. It's fine. It's fine. You guys can doubt him. That's that's it. But the difference I'll is, I'll bet you a Scott Meshy T-shirt. Okay. He does not fucking win. That's win fine. the title. Yeah, he's All not right, going to win the Somebody watching this, lock it in. That's fine. He's not going to win the title. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, we, we need, need somebody to keep hey, track of Bones, these bets. Bones, can you lock in all the the bets in yeah, the show? Yeah, Bob Bones there, homie. I'm hooking him up with a T-shirt. By the way, you see that fucking jersey you got from Barsha? Yeah, that was cool. He deserves it. It's fine, dude. No problem. But anyway, yeah, dude. No fucking way he wins this title. Okay. Is I also gonna, said Cooper Webb would never win a title, but that was... Is it going to be close? Yes. Do I think he's going to be in the fight all year? Yes. Do I think I he's going to win races? I think dumb shit happens with a yes. bad start. There's but a pileup yes. and he's in it. He's going to have bad start. He's going he's gonna to be plagued by some Tomac syndrome of... There's going to be weird shit that's just going to happen. What was to the him dumb indoors. shit that happened last year? He was clearly the fastest guy. Something then he happened. Then he wads it like a couple no, times. No, no, no. Something, something happened, and then he jumped in in front of Webb and was like a lapper, but Webb yeah, never passed him. But fucking went past him and then was ahead of him. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Dude, I'm not arguing that something he's going to be like that really fucking and good. keep him out of the title. Now, if he has a really good year and he wins some races and he's in this title hunt, do I think next year. Because. We're getting way ahead. Outdoors, yeah, I think he wins that title again, too. But then going into 23, do I think, yeah, as long as he has a really good Supercross series, yeah, stays off the it. ground, everything, 
then do I say he's a contender next year and I'm yes. not having this conversation with you? Yes, but yes. right now, what you guys no fucking way. What do you guys do if he wins the Supercross title this year? I mean, I would be blown away. I will take away. my hat off and I will let you brag. All there you are want. too many. There's too many other dudes at this point that are too well-established in dudes, Supercross all those other for dudes, him to beat. All those other dudes have not won a championship yet other than three guys, other than three guys, and a lot of those dudes that we talked about, we talked about the inconsistency that Dylan have. Mm-hmm. They have the same issue, but yet he has three well, of the boxes so checked. You, so you're just saying a 450 outdoor championship trumps all these guys that all have the same 250 titles that he has. No, the 450 championship has nothing to do with it. That's part of it. Then why are you it's keep because bringing he has, the championship thing up? Because of the fact that he just won a championship, he proved to everybody that did not even put him in the the list of guys that could win a title. He went out there and literally dog slapped the shit out of everybody, proved them wrong. Everybody was like on AC's nuts or on Chase's nuts or all this, a confidence thing. Mm -hmm. Dylan has got to be one of the, unless it's absolute bullshit, he's the most humble motocross racer I've ever seen in my entire life. The fact that he said, oh, I'll be lucky to win another outdoor title. I I would agree with that. So the fact that his mindset is, is like that. After his rookie season, he's not getting wrapped up in all this hype. I think that what Cooper has mentally, Dylan has all over these other guys. Because we talked about Kenny, fragile. Eli, we have no idea. Chase Sexton still, once again, cannot make st- stop making stupid mistakes. Same thing about AC. Ando has a championship, but we don't think he's ever going to win that again. So then what? You're talking about Aaron Plessinger and Marvin Muscan? That's not a knock on all these other guys. But Dylan right now has something that I don't think any of those other dudes have, and that is the determination and drive to keep being better at his latest stage of his career. You guys forget, he's 27 years old. He, I mean, And he, he's been racing since he, he was 16, but yet he still wants to keep winning. He is one of the most determined dudes and most dialed-in dudes I have seen in a long time. Mm. But in Supercross, at this point, do not see him out-dueling Cooper Webb. Okay, that's fine. I don't. That's fine. I don't. Okay, that's Webb, fine. Webb is now the Wiley veteran defending champ. But I think everything Cooper Webb can do on a track, Dylan has proved that he can do the exact same thing. Because that's the difference between Coop or Dylan and everybody else. I think do you think be, Cooper, except he can't turn that bike at the bottom perfect, of the corner like a, a perfect, fucking KTM. Uh, they're on a new bike, though. Doesn't do you think not, Cooper no Webb... A perfect scenario like for me KTM. is Cooper Webb versus Dylan Fernandez for the title. I don't think Cooper Webb can get in his head. That's what the, I was just about the, to say. The winner in that situation is us as fans. It is. But yeah. that is what it comes down to. Dylan will not let... Yes, you're right. Cooper Webb mentally has a notch over these guys. There's just something about what he does. Dylan does not get rattled by fucking anyone. Nope. At all. No. Cooper Webb that's rattles other dudes. That's why I think dudes. it'll be awesome. Yeah. That's why I... But that's my biggest thing. Why I think Dylan will... And we're already getting ahead of ourselves our picks. Why I think Dylan will win the title. Because Cooper Webb will Breaking not get news. in his uh, head, his head like he did to Kenny and mm-hmm. Eli. Yeah. Dylan will just be like, "You're just another dude." Yeah. Irish Jeffrey Hurlings, you're not getting in my head. Yeah, yeah that's another, another story. I'm sorry, he's a world champion. Don't don't talk about him. <laughs> Timmy G has more titles. Jeffrey Hurlings also didn't race those seasons. Timmy G has more titles. Who beat? Who just beat him? You know what? Who'd We're not going to get into this. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I win. I no, win. no, no, well, no, no, no. I do. Timmy G's dick this year. I do. I win. He just won a title and he missed a round and he's hurt. We're he not. Won. We're just not. He didn't enough like four motos. We're just. He didn't even show up to that. two races. Yeah. We're just not. Andy enough to moto. Andy enough to moto. We're and not, he rode with a broken shoulder blade. Still one race. That's this. fine. You know he's world champ. That's all, all right. That matters. Next up. So that s- we're done with Dylan. We're done with Might Dylan. Might as well. Right now. I mean, <laughs> we have nothing more than for me and Justin to keep telling each other we're stupid at this point. So <laughs> next up on our list. What? Are we adding Craig to this list? No. No. Because okay. it's not for sure. That uh, yeah, he's I don't know what he's doing. Four fifty indoors so far. So we okay. know he's signed that, for two fifty indoors. Real but, interesting for you people out there. Just keep an eye on 
uh, Craig jumping in and out. Two fifty. Yeah. I think yeah. it all depends on where he's at on the two fifty and points. Yeah, because he's definitely going to do the two fifty west. But yeah. yeah, who knows if he's going to be allowed to do east and where he's at? Anyway, uh, so the other four fifty guy for sure on the Star Yamaha team, Eli Tomac. Am I the only one that thinks this is going to be a really good year I for think him? Gonna be really, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to surprise people. I really, mm-hmm. I agree with Coach on a lot of the stuff that he says, but I completely disagree with what he said. Does he get more wins this year than he had last year? Yes. He had three yeah. last year. I think he gets four. Okay. Whether that's a big deal, one Fair. more, okay, fine. I, I think he's clearly comfortable on that bike. I was watching uh, a Deegan video, okay. a little Danger Boy video. They were... Ooh. Little Danger Boy was off for the day. Mm. That's the only reason I watched because it said Danger Boy is not riding today. (laughs) Um, And it had Dylan and Eli. They were all in Florida. Mm. But I've seen clips of Deegan. We all follow him on social media. Hitting the dragon back off, on, off, uh, dragon back, table to table. Tomax in Florida hasn't ridden there all year. Like first couple laps, he goes up the dragon's back. Doubled off the top. Sets in to the last one. Yeah. Over the table, down in quads into the corner. So he was kind of like three. Did you see over? the video? I seen clip. I didn't watch the video. I just seen like mini clips. Like you know what yeah. dragon back I'm talking about? Yeah. That yeah. tells me he's comfortable. I think he's gonna be rejuvenated. Just I th- one little thing like that. I think he's gonna be rejuvenated. I think that he making this decision to go to Yamaha and making the decision to go to Florida, something he never conceded to Cowie. I'm gonna mm-hmm. stay here, go to California he's every now and in Florida? He's gonna he said he's he, gonna be living in Florida. I don't know about Supercross, but outdoors I know he's going there full time. I was going to say, he's, he's going to be there for a while, he said. So the really? fact that he's doing They're that. probably tell- all going to Cali soon, I would assume. Yeah. but Some last minute. Yeah, time. but. Yeah. That tells me there's some fire there still. So. I think he, he still wants to win championships. He was leaving for Florida not too long after the announcement came out that he was riding for Star. I think he wants to win championships. I think, I think so he too. wants to go out on a high. I really do. So he's got a, so according to what I know, he's got a one year with a second year option. And I think if he either does super duper well this year and is in the hunt, the yeah, or wins the title, I think he options the second year, no problem. Yep, I completely because I think he wants to go out with a couple with a couple more titles. I think, dude, I'm scared for everybody. Him and Dylan outdoors. Now, don't get me wrong. I <laughs> think after Christ. this, I think after this, he's done. After even if he options the second year, I think after that, he's done. But I, yeah. I just think it's going to be dangerous for the fact that. He's going to be able to do whatever the hell he wants to that bike. He's yeah. got the chassis guy that he likes, the KYB mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, because yeah. listen what, to him. What's his name? Things. I can't think of his it's name. It's a dude from Geico. From yeah. Geico. I, I, I don't think know. I can't think of his Geico name. Geico Honda he was yeah. on? Holy yeah. shit. But, I, like, he's even said it in an interview, I think, Eli did. There were things that he wanted to do that corporate Cowie wouldn't let they him do. They could not. They yep. did it to and James. We, they did it to Ricky. They did yep. it to everyone. RV. And we've also heard... Time and time over again, that Bobby Hude will do whatever the hell you need to do to that bike. Yeah. And cover the logos up or whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's probably some real legal shit going yeah. on with those bikes, but it's making them win. I mean, yeah. our AMA is so loose that it's not going to stop anything. I think that you see a couple times in 2022, 2017. Eli Supercross. Oh, he's gonna and what I and he's gonna peck or slap some dudes this year. And what I refer to the biggest race is that fucking what was it? The Utah? No, what was the one year he was just bombing where he was dead last though, and Dungey ripped the holy, and like Eli literally came from dead. He was passing everybody in the woods. Was that Utah? Color? What was that? It was Utah, I think. Yeah, there was a. I just remember it was a double, and then whoops, and he passed everybody. Right I there. think that we are going to see that a few times this year. I, not the whole season, no, because that's very, very hard to replicate, especially this late yeah. in his career. I think we see a what the fuck ride from him. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like you're just going to be like you're going to look up. He's going to be in tenth. The next lap, he's going to be in second. Here is where we will know if everyone's in trouble. If those first three rounds 
go really fucking well for him. Mm. I mean, like we're talking battling for podiums all three of the first rounds. Those boys are in trouble. Because kind of like 2020 when he won the title. Yeah, because if he can get those first few rounds in order, they're fucked. Because that's usually yeah. where he struggles. Let's face it. He, 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 First round last year, Houston up. won, was not great. Houston, two, I think he was second or third. Mm. I don't remember exactly because I just have the wins put down here. Outdoor season, he went 10-9 or something. Yeah. Matt and I were just arguing yeah, about but it. They're so fucked. If, you get, if you get the first three to five rounds, he figures it out, and he's on the box every time or battling for the box every time. They're in trouble. That's why I personally think it's going to be between him, Coop, and Dylan for the title. But again, none of us have seen, because there hasn't been a lot of even insta-bangers this offseason, so we haven't really seen him on that bike that much, so I don't know. I'm going to have to go watch the Deegan. I have been watching more of Deegan's videos. Now that he's on a big bike, it's and more it interesting to, to me. Farm. Yeah, it's more it's interesting. interesting. Yeah, but the, because uh, before it was like, eh, that's whatever. brilliant marketing on Brian's side, because like he said, he's bringing in all these new characters, yep. and yep. The, so we didn't want to watch the other bullshit, but we're watching now. Mm-hmm. I'll watch yep. a whole other new idea. I'll watch but, a video yeah. if you tell me Levi Kitchen's gonna be in there, Nick Romano or whoever. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, they're in there all the time. Last yeah. week, like I said, uh, for, I thought it was interesting. Ferrandez, Tomac, they're pounding motos on the Supercross track. Yeah, Craig Kitchen and LeBlanc were pounding outdoor motos. Wasn't Cooper in there too? There's been a lot Maybe. of different. I don't dudes. know. They do. They do quite. I was gonna say yeah, the star guys rotate in. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it. I mean, it's definitely like I said. It's definitely more interesting. But anyway, back yeah. to the Tomac thing. I agree with you. I think he gets somewhere between like three to six wins this year. I don't think he gets less wins i think he gets the same or more mm. so i could definitely see him getting three to six wins and like i said i think he's right there at the end and if he figures out the first five rounds and doesn't have that lull to start the season they're in fucking trouble yep. and his starts i hope are going to be better uh, yeah, I hope cable, so too. cable clutch i heard is yep. a more positive feeling for him yeah and we know that that motor is a fucking torque monster yep <laughs> if so. they can get it in the right spot yes so. All right, so three to six wins and a title contender. Awesome. Yep, for sure. Okay, Agreed. moving on to our next team, HRC Honda. We will start with... Depending on who you start with, this camera's going on. <laughs> We're going to start with Chase Sexton. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, so starting with Chase Sexton here. Sell out. Do you, <laughs> do you think he wins a race? No. I'm not... I'm not a fan of Chase Sexton. I'm going to be honest. I'm I don't not like, a huge fan of him anymore either. I don't like his cockiness ego shit. I have not listened to the Gypsy Tales podcast, so after I listen to that it tomorrow, might change my it opinion. might change. It might. Um, there's a cockiness about him that I'm not a huge fan of. Entitlement. That's where I'm at. And he just has not... He's not been what I thought he would be when he moved to 450 class. So... Speak. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Like, like I said, I don't. He needs to be humbled. Yeah. He he comes in. Oh, I won a two fifty title. Let's face it. The one he got was handed to him because yep. everybody crashed out. Yeah. Second one, he earned it. Yep. Didn't go down without a fight because McElrath gave him the business, and then he was crying like a little girl that they were playing games with him. All this kind the of Holt, stuff. Holt Nichols situation. What? Oh yeah, he blamed that on Nichols. Yeah. Whatever that deal was. Yeah. yeah. Um. This is another thing like the the whole Honda intro, right? Jet Lawrence, Kenny, Hunter, they're out goon riding, having a good time. Was yeah. Sexton anywhere to be found? No. Oh, I'm is... too cool for that, bro. I ain't goon riding. I'm yeah. the fucking man. You know what I mean? That's kind of the vibe I get. Have you watched his uh, Monster... His uh, 20, 2 3, two, two, three, three video? Yeah. yeah. I've watched kind of like He I've needs to get rid of this. Like huh? I'm a Michael Jordan baller yeah. thing. Like, bleach blonde hair. I'm yeah. Illuminati Emoto. Like, Jesus Christ. 
so not going when you bleach on YouTube, your, your hair you're, you're a sellout yeah yeah look I'm, at star yamaha like i said i'm not justin cooper i'm not impressed with his attitude I, i'm not impressed like okay he's fast mm, let's face no, it. no i respect the hell out of the, the way he rides i love there. watching him ride yeah but i don't know man I don't know if he can keep it off the ground. Mm-mm. I don't know if he can keep it off the ground to win a race. He got second twice last year, but again, got hurt at was it Houston? What was that Houston race? It was Houston two two, where he hits the ground there. Well, he was going to win that race. Well, yeah, he yeah, was, was going to win that. Let's race. face it. Even Tomac said, "Dude, him and AC were gone. Yeah, like, they were gone. Fuck it. They, they were there was gonna, no yeah. touching them. Yep. So, so obviously, like I said, he's got the speed, but man, he's got to learn to dial that shit back a little bit. Or it needs a it needs a little bit of an attitude adjustment. I yeah, think. but. Yeah. Like you said, maybe we'll listen to this other pod with Gypsy, and it might change our opinion a little bit. But here's from the thing. what I see, I don't really. Do you think he can learn it though? Because I mean, let's face it, I wasn't a fan of Hurlings back in the day because of his attitude. I feel Hurling I feel like owns it was, the fuck out. Of I feel him. like it was similar, but now I like Hurlings better, and especially after that Bullet series that Red Bull did with him, I feel like he has matured over time and gotten to the point where he's like Sexton needs to get to that point yeah the thing about hurlings does. though is i think the only reason that he is like that though is because of he's gone through more adversity i mean yeah. him and kenny him and kenny are pretty fucking close on adversity sexton hasn't had to deal with that yet and no, i think that's the only sexton, way to your point we'll be able to learn his attitude and i think guy. that's that might come this year because he's still at the point like i'm gonna come in the 450 class and be a big dog he ain't i'll be real dog. honest with you and i we could talk about outdoors but since super that last race in Utah when he was leading yeah. and like faded like a cheap suit. Yeah. That was bad. That was telling to me. And then he did it quite a few times in outdoors. Now he had good races. It was quite a few times though in outdoors. Let's be real. I don't know if he either pumped up or he just faded. He's He's got a cardio issue or he's got arm pump issues that he's got to figure out. Because I yeah. think like coach coach somebody in the doctor's field has it figured yeah. out he's <laughs> he's got an issue that he's got to figure out and that's why i don't believe he wins a race this year okay. because like i think we'll up. see it again you i think, think he podiums yeah i think he'll be on the podium quite a few times i mean he's just too fucking good Let me ask not you this. To be. Do you, does he make it through the whole year no without getting hurt no okay i think uh, he yeah there would be flashes early. of brilliance like when he yard sailed himself like i think he was gonna win that race yeah I Unless think we all do some kind of i mean dude what was it was it utah like in practice when he fucking like tried to wheelie into the face of that first rhythm section and, and drop the front end and it. just pitched him. Yeah. Like, because he loaded the forks at the top of the face. Like, that was... D- dude, he what had already... Thinking? I think he was already, like, second on the board, and there was no reason for him to go for a fast lap, and he's just, like, at the end when the track oh, yeah. was super sketch. It's like, like that, why? And, and, like, the Stu podcast and stuff like that and some of his comments on Stu, really, that makes a lot of sense on all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because he's out there trying to big dick everybody and prove something. Bro, you ain't Stu. <laughs> Yeah. Your technique's better than Stu's ever was, but you ain't Stu. I think if we can mellow that out well, a little now bit. now he's trying to big dick everybody. Yeah. He's got this 2-3 thing going on. Like, he's Michael Jordan. Like, Swear to God, if he shows up to a Supercross, though, in a Michael Jordan jersey, I'm throwing shit. The gear you. was sick. The gear was sick. The gear dude, was sick. Dude, the whole Jordan just because you're from Illinois. <laughs> I, no. it, it's cool, but tone it back a little bit. Yeah. Tone back the 2 I don't think he wins. I think he, he gets some podiums, but I to your question, I don't think he makes it through the year. Because he just he he had too many stupid moments last year when yeah. you just like why like what which is why? really sad because again he's another one like Forkner that like I watched mm-hmm. because I was really all, I got yeah. really into Moto at their last couple of years of amateurs and like obviously he's pretty close to us anybody like, in this area wise, so like yeah, yeah so it was like oh cool like yeah this kid's who's this Sexton, Sexton. Yeah. anybody in this area oh, I raced him in a super mini at Dutch yeah yeah 
put 40 seconds on me, I think. Anybody in the... <laughs> I was thinking... I thought that put was going to go another way, but then yeah, I was like, there's, no. a, there's a picture of me, him, and Libretto. Gutterworks, shout out. Shout out. On the podium at uh, a Money Moto at Dutch. Hmm. It's me and Josh on our 450s. Josh won it. Me third on the old Suzuki. And Sexton on a fucking Super Mini. About beat Libretto, dude. <laughs> that was probably the year... That was probably the year he uh, won... Yamaha. Title, when, he won, when he won Loretta's that year. Yeah, yeah it... It's the one that's on that two three episode where yeah. he's got that super mini in there. Oh, okay. Yep, that I saw I saw that bike blow past me. That bike was fast. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Moving yeah. on to the other Honda rider here. <laughs> I'm getting a bike with a kickstand. <laughs> so Ken, Ken, Jesus Christ, Ken right, Roxon, last year of his contract here, wins a couple races, retires. So he wins a couple. Mm-mm. Yep. We always say he ain't gonna win shit, and he comes out and wins at least. Whoa, two or you're three. saying he's not winning. Mm-mm. He's not winning any races. Mm-mm. You don't think he's going to win it? Mm-mm. I'm out on that take. Mm-mm. I'm out on that too. Mm-mm. I think he wins at least a couple. I'm not going to yell and scream like I did with the Dylan thing, but nope. I think he wins a couple of the first five. Nope. Yep. If this is any, if if he really, this is his last hurrah, this is his last season, he's not doing outdoors, he's done, I think he mails it in the whole season. Nope. I'm going to say he wins two out of the first five. So how many winners do you have? I got maybe you, six or seven winners. Because you still have one more team to go to. Two, three, four. I think all three of the five. guys on that one team win. I only got five or six. Okay. Yeah, I just like I'm not way out there with like eight or nine winners. I, I'm all, I only got five or six. I just got, got, we have five got last got year. After HRC Honda. Just, KTM. Oh, I guess KTM I guess I'm I guess I'm KTM. I guess I'll go with six because I forgot I don't have Barsha on this list. And I have Barsha winning the I opener. Just, I just don't see it. I just don't see him winning. Man. I think he wins one, man. I mean, say, I, he's so good at the beginning of the season. Now, I will say, this is where we're going to get into shit we have seen on the internet. Are you are you all right over there? I'm uh, like, you can't open your right eye to look at me. Sorry, it's fidgeting. And I know you're actually not high right now. Yeah, so I know. I'm very concerned. I got, dry, I got dry eyes right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, I did see a video of him riding, and it wasn't at the at the Honda intro. Oh, the one where he did that filthy-ass knack-knack at Castillo? Maybe, and I was not impressed with it, though. Talking about the one that Jet tried to follow up with in the same section when he tried I to I don't quad. know. All I know is I was not no, impressed. It, it was like a, it was a Team Honda Big Dick measuring contest. Sexton <laughs> posts this video like, yeah, quad, quad, like I'm the fucking man. And then Jet Lawrence posts one doing it on a 250F. And then Roxon posts one hitting that quad doing a fat-ass knack Oh, yeah, yeah. Landing yes, at the angle video, and still yes. making the corner. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like I saw that video, and I was really not impressed with the riding I saw out of him in that video. Like, the knack-knack was cool, but the rest of it, I was like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, that's not like... And, and the fact... It's, it's we so weird. That, though. He but looks it's like so, he's going nowhere. It's so weird. No, because usually you see Kenny, and you're like, oh, yeah, like, Kenny looks all right. But, like, this year, it's so weird, too, because we have not seen Instabangers from people. And usually by this point, I mean, we're, we are filming this December 12th, 2021. We are less than three weeks away from the opener, and we have not seen Instabangers from people... And, like, I know the KTM just did the intro, so, like, now we're going to start seeing some KTM stuff. But usually by this point, we I've have seen, seen Instabangers. I've seen and, like, we have not guys. seen Instabangers from anybody. Joe Schmoda, I've seen the most riding out of anyone. Oh, Sushi! I like him. I love Joe. I watched him almost die in the whoops the other day. I was like, oh, good. God. I love Joe. Looks good. Don't go into a sushi roll. <laughs> anyway, um, so you don't think Kenny wins any. How no. many do you think Kenny wins? Three. Okay. I don't even think Kenny's top three. And I don't think actually I think it'll be struggle to be top five in points at the end of the season. Wow. See, I put him in the top five. Top three is gonna be tough because I think you've got uh Frenchie, Eli, Kenny, 
Cool. Webb. But the, AC. There is Mookie, one thing that worries me with Kenny, though, is like towards the end of the season and stuff like that. Yeah, he looks really defeated. Like he defeats himself. Like once it really the depends. Air goes how it out goes. of the sails. He's like, fuck it. If he can get past the midway point and then he wins a race like shortly after midway, but I'm saying, if what if he gets beat it, down in the beginning of the season? And see, that's, yeah, that's then my I think, thing. Yeah, then I'm really with Justin of like, then yeah, he's not going to win any races past that point, and he retires at the end of Supercross. So we got to get why, past though. round five without any. That's wins. what I. But see, that's why I think this though. I think he's gonna. I think there's going to be a point. I don't know if it's the opener, second round, third round. We're gonna get to the way before the halfway point, and there's gonna be a time where Frenchie, Coop, and Eli are going to catch and pass him, and he is not going to be able – like, it might even happen. All three of them might even do it to him in one main, and he is not mentally going to be able to handle it, okay. and he's going to shut down. I'm That's the reason argue. why I believe what I believe. Yeah. Because outside of, like, it's hard to bet against Kenny. We're all Kenny fans. Everybody who watches the show knows this. Anybody that knows us knows that. But, like, to Cole's point about him being defeated, I think there will be a race this year where he gets passed by all three of those dudes. They catch and pass him. And mentally, he's just going to go into shutdown mode. And that's going to just screw the rest of his season. I'm not going to argue it. Because, like, would it surprise anybody if they did it all the same race? No. Let's be real. And then he'll just, like, randomly come out of fucking nowhere and win. And that's the thing, too. That could happen as well. I just feel like that if this is his last season, which a lot of people have been saying, like, for sure his last season, because we don't think he's doing outdoors, why would he feel the need to, like, keep pushing for the rest of the year? If he just doesn't have it, why... He's got money in the bank. He is already probably thinking about what he's doing next. Yeah. I just Put another kid out. Yeah. yeah. Going hanging out in the lake. Whatever the fuck he likes to do. I don't know. Those brown water. Fucking. Honda's got like two of the hottest properties and like we they're not our title picks, which is hilarious. Yeah. In fact, well, one we, of the, well, actually probably you don't think any of them's going to get a win. We're like, oh, Kenny's going to get a couple wins. And yeah, it's it's fucking wild. Yeah. But their hottest property right now in the 250 class is probably going to win a title. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, anyway. Um. All right. Next up. Anything else with Honda? No. Okay. Great. Moving on to our final factory team. Good. That's it. Huh? Bikes look good. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. I, we'll talk about this off the air. Okay. Final factory team here. Factory Red Bull KTM. Let's start with Marv. One year deal. So sad. SX only. I'm bummed. You think Marv's gonna pull a win? No. Yeah. I think it'd be really good though. I think it'd be really, really good though. I think, I think he's going to be good. I know that Paris hey, is Paris he, and, and whatever. He's the one guy I've heard flying. I know that Paris is Paris and the guys that he was racing the competition is not the same. But damn, dude. And he was Maybe on a race new bike. bike will get his ass through the fucking wood. And he you rode know what, the though? old bike in Paris. You That's know the what, thing. though? You know what that reminded me of watching him at Paris? Like I said, toned down track, no whoops, not the level. He was cup. still fucking gone. But you know what that race reminded me of? Remember going into 2017 when he won was everything. fucking winning every offseason race? Yeah. He won Monster and then Cup. Wins A1. He won Bercy. He won whatever that other one, Paris DeLille. Yeah. That reminded me. That's what I thought when I watched him. I'm like, this is the first time I've seen this Marv since 2017. There are yeah. a lot of heel clickers. He looks <laughs> so good. Do I think he wins? No. But I think we're going to see the Marv that we are used to He's, seeing. And Dude. the thing about that Paris race, too, is do you watch the Weed Show with the KTM intro? No. No. So he was on the new bike riding it and he's like the I'm bike going did to, look different i wondered why he's going to paris and uh he didn't get to take the 21 they're like no you gotta ride the 22 what or 22 whatever yeah he didn't no he rode the old bike rode the old paris. that's what i meant yeah. that's what i meant i got a little confused he was riding the new the newest model mm. and then he's like hey guys i'm going to paris and they're like uh you ain't riding the new bike over there so he had to ride that bike for a day get readjusted to it and then fly over there and race the damn thing mm-hmm. and still did that well 
Well, yeah. Well, that's because they don't have bikes. Let's face it. Have you guys heard? Like, they they don't even have engines to send back and forth. They're literally rebuilding the engines in Florida yeah. because they don't have enough engines to be able to ship back and forth like they normally do between Florida and California. So all the really? engines and the bikes over there are literally coming out and getting rebuilt in Florida. Yeah. Like, that's how short they are on shit. Telling right me, whatever now. they did to Cooper, even though it's a new bike, whatever they did with Cooper in his rear end to figure out him going through the whoops. Can they I, can do, can, if they can do that to Marv's bike? Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, they shit. already said this bike goes through the can whoops. I, can I ask you guys, though? What that do new you, bike's bitching. You like it? I'm not sure how I feel about the fucking uh, shrouds going so far forward. But did you see some of the, like, the cool little shit where they were thinking? No, no. I haven't so, really looked at too hard into it. There's, like... Up on the shroud, there's like these little patterns and stuff in there built okay. in plastic where it looks like it's aesthetic. Yeah. But it's to grip. So when your foot's up there, oh. it's locking your boot into oh, the shroud. Gotcha. Wow. Sick. Might as well. Honda is doing that right now. Remember how you talk about Jet said that the bike is too nimble? Like what? he has nothing where to grip? Yeah. They're actually making on the left side of the chassis and they're trying to do it on the right, but they have to figure out where the reservoir, where to mount it. They're actually mounting extra hangers for a lot of people like, oh, are they making another like a data, data acquisition place? No, they're doing it because they're trying to figure out a, another like stability for guys to grip onto. Yeah. They're trying to build like a, a li- like extra metal, but they have go look at it's on vital. They have a picture. I don't know if it's Kenny's bike or Chase's bike. They have two extra hangers on the left side of the bike that they're trying to make for extra mounts. Hmm. Oh, and and now they're actually instead of going to titanium uh, engine hangers and engine mounts, they're actually to get more rigidity. They're going to aluminum. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Um, Interesting. They they go around that KTM a little bit. Yeah. They talk to the engineers and stuff. They built that bike all around the rear shock in the rear end. Yeah. That's what they need to do. Yeah. Yeah. They The only thing that stayed the same on it, I guess, is the front wheel and, like, the fucking handlebars. I was say, I was starting to watch, like, the beginning of Swap Moto when they took the, like, factory or the, the KTM racing shop tour there mm-hmm. um i was watching some that's of that interesting too. yeah and they were taught i i heard a couple comments about like oh yeah the only thing that's the same is like this piece this piece and this piece so if they can get that rear end from our figured out like they did for coop last year yeah dude i think he's gonna be really i don't know about the win i don't know if i'll go that far yet but god he's gonna be good yeah i think this is gonna be the marvin that we're used to seeing yeah, I, I really yeah. fully believe that. Well, and he's got another year under his belt. And maybe I'm only saying that because I'm sad that he's. This is his hurrah. This is his last hurrah. Oh, but it just it's not going to seem right if. And we talked about this on the offseason show, Travis. It's not going to seem right if Marv goes out on a shitty note. No, I mean, Marv's going to be. But I don't think dude. he's going to. I think he's going to do well this year. I really hope so. I, I mean, I really he, do. he built through all of last year. Now he's coming in with a full offseason. Wins Paris. New bike, they supposedly doing good. And like I said, he's the only one I've heard this year that's flying at I the honestly test track so far. wasn't a big Marvin fan when he first moved over here, but since in the last three or four years, I have just I've just become a Marvin Muscan fan. I don't oh, I can't God. explain why. I just I it's fun to watch. That's an obvious reason. I can't explain why, but I've just become a Muscan fan. I think you got a fan. thing for French nuts. Could be it. Hanging uh, from your chin. I mean I like Frenchie, I like Marv, I like Tom BL. All yeah, right. It's fun. You like Tom Jornet? Uh whatever. Let's move on to the next guy on this team. New guy on the team, Aaron Plessinger. Wins races. You think so? Holy shit. Ooh, I wasn't wow, going that bold far. take. Bold take, Cotton. Bold take. I, was I think gonna, he gets one. I was going to put him on the box so you a got couple like times. Nine, you got like 95 guys winning pains, bro. I think he gets one or two. No, nah, I'm out on that. Ugh. I'm out on I the wins. I think Aaron Plessinger gets one or two wins. I'm out on the wins. 
God, dude, you're at like eight guys right now winning I, races. I'll put him on the box. Who's going to win the title with three wins? I'll put him on the box, but I'm out. I'm out. I'm not even going to go that far. Really? No, because I'm still afraid that, like, I know that he said, oh, they're going to let AP be AP. I'm not so I mean, sure Red Bull that. branded a cowboy hat for him. Like, <laughs> that, they but, did some shit. Okay, so you want, I'll play the other side of that. There That's, was, uh, hang on, before you keep going, I don't know if this will sway your opinion at all. But they interviewed him as well at the show, mm-hmm. the, or the unveiling or whatever. And he was like, one of the biggest stipulations before I signed the contract was if they were going to allow me to be me. Mm-hmm. And they promised me the world that I could still be who I am. Okay. and that's, So I signed the contract. And that's great. But once again, we do know that that's all fine and dandy before the season starts. Is Alden letting him be him? Because that's a big concern of mine, too. I think him and Malcolm Stewart together is the saving grace. But once again, though, that's all fine and dandy when this is the beginning of the season. Yeah. What's going to happen if AP starts having bad races? Yeah. Are they still going to be like, nope, dude, you can do it your way? That's the only thing that scares me, man. Mm-hmm. If you're going to tell me he's going to be AP, they're going to let him no matter what, I think he's just as good as he was on that Yamaha. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's better because I think that we've reached a peak of where AP's ceiling I, is. I think he takes a little bit of a step better, and I think races like where he's way out front and gets chased down, he powers to the end. Mm-hmm. I hope you're right, man, because I really like Aaron. I just, I think what we saw last year on the Yamaha, I think that that's kind of his ceiling, which is obviously really good. I mean, he was top I mean, three in points out. He, I think it, his ceiling was Unadilla before he looped out. He was catching Kenny and was going to oh, pass for sure. him. Yeah. That oh, I don't, that's what I mean, though. But So that tells me he's on par with those guys. I hope you're right, man. I really do, because that'd be really cool to see him up there. You know, what was the race? Uh, Atlanta 2, the uh, the mud race, where he was out front, and then he crashed in the whoops. Yeah. yeah, like he was winning that race. He probably would have won that race. a couple of them that he would have won, That's and that's my reason. Yeah, dude, I really hope you're right. I really do. I, I just I feel like he's going to be pretty much just as good as he was on the Yamaha, which is fine, because he was really good last year. Yeah. I'm out on the winning. I'm in on on the box a couple times. So yeah, that's and that's it. where he kind of was last. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Did he get a podium last year? Yeah, he okay. was. He got a third at Daytona, and he was pretty much five to seven most yeah, of the season. He was. Yeah. So that's like good. That. I mean, that's good for AP. So. Yep. All right, last man on this team, defending title, big dick swinger, big dick swinger, eight <laughs> wins last year. Bro, you've said that so. He many had times. eight. He had eight. Holy shit! I told you I got orange nuts on my chin. God damn, dude. <laughs> Cooper, Cooper Webb. Eight fucking wins. I'm just going to go ahead and say he, he repeats. Slept. I don't know how many wins he gets. He wins multiple races. I don't think he wins eight. I don't think he wins eight either because I think we're going to spread these there, out a little there bit. There are a couple things to think about here, though. Okay. Let's hear. Let's not argue with the Alden Baker program. It produces. He's going to tell Alden to suck his. I don't think that. I don't know if that matters. So here's okay. Well, here's where, I, where I'm I mean, going I agree with, with you that yes, Alden's program Burn's does produce winners. Who who has won a title in the, like the last 15 years? Not on Alden's program. Eli's, Eli's the only one. Yep. Mm. Yes, he's correct. 15 years. Well, Dungey won a title when he are was we, not. Are we talking strictly SX? Yeah, Dungey won a title when he was not his program. Yeah, Dungey did too. 2010. Rookie year. 2010. You won Supercross. Outside of that, yes, you're correct. Okay. You are correct, yes. Okay, well, t- since 2010. Last 10 won. years, we'll go Dungy. I mean, if you even want to go back all the way to Carmichael. Because I know, but 2011 on, there's been a stretch. In no, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm just saying, if you're talking about in the last 15 years, Dungy and yes. Eli. RV, RV, Dunge, Dunge. before Dunge. that. Yeah. And every guy that's left him, and everybody thinks that's going to win after leaving him, hasn't done shit. There's some interesting shit going on, though, because everybody fucking left. RJ's the only one that didn't leave. Everybody else fucking left. That's why I also am saying that the bakery is 
going to go away after next year. What do you think and they're going to get hit for money laundering? No. And oh. Ricky's that is not what I think it is. I think they're getting out while the getting's good before Ricky's everything to, comes uh, to light about the and Ricky's about to start talking. Extracurricular juice that's going on down there. Yeah, Carmichael, Carmichael's also about to start talking but, with some of the shit going on. Let's not get off. Really? So the lid's about to get blown off yeah. about all guys, of, guys are trying to get ahead of it before yeah, all the doping, tell. huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. before Alan can tell his story. Yep. That's why I think he goes back home. Yeah. I think he dips and leaves goes back home. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's interesting as hell. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I, yep. Yeah. Okay. Wow, I actually. But thought, you do. I have, actually you, thought when everyone was leaving this year, I actually thought it was going to be this year, but I think it'll be next year. But you do. So have they're a really draining valid the point. swamp. <laughs> kind Pretty of. Yes. But you do have a really valid point, Cole. Like you're, you're not wrong. Like everything you're saying is factual evidence. Yes. But so I get but, what you're saying. Yeah. So here's m- the other half of that for me. Mm-hmm. Cooper Webb is the type of guy, and we thought Kenny was going to do this, and Kenny kind of did with his outdoor title. Mm-hmm. But Coop is the guy that's going to go, fuck you. Watch, mm-hmm. watch this. Yep. Yeah, hold my beer and watch this. Now there literally is, there is one thing there is one thing I'm concerned of with this, and that is how is KTM going to work with this? Because from what I understand, KTM was fucking pissed he left Alden's. Like pissed. Yeah, and Coop's going to go out there and say, "Watch this." I hope so. Before it goes back, he thrives. I hope that. so. But do you, is this the last year of his deal? I think it is. He thrives off that. Do they and goes start, back to Star Yamaha. Do they start? Let's get into conspiracy theory shit here. Do they start pulling his parts before no. the end of the year? Not here? if he's winning. Not with a brand new bike. They want to sell those. How yeah. crazy would it be though? <laughs> Not that I'm saying it's going to happen, but if he goes out and Marv starts beating him consistently, it's not going to happen. No, I'm not saying I it's going to. I don't know. I'm not going to say it's going to. But it's just going to add extra, if you want to talk about conspiracies, yeah. extra fuel to the fire that, like, if Marv goes out and starts beating him, which we don't believe that's going to happen, but if Marv, this is the normal Marv we're used to seeing, he it's not like he can't do it. I think it gives Coop the chip back on his shoulder. I hope so, man. But, dude, I, my, I am nervous about it, but I still think he's going to win. My biggest question mark with Coop is, and it's not so much who it's not the capabilities of Michael Byrne, is how are those two going to gel when Coop has a bad race because he's just he's gonna have a bad race not yeah. bad for him is not it's not terrible but everybody just has a bad race coop is used to a structure that eldon had for him and i'm not trying to bump eldon up because people know i'm not a big eldon guy but how is the connection between him and burn going to be what is burner going to be able to say to him or get him on track when the race it goes bad or coop just gets straight up beat what what's that how's that dynamic going to be Burner is obviously a very talented guy himself. He's won outdoor races. He's not battled for championships, but he's now ne- he was not no slouch in his career. Really, really good Australian, but he was never at that level. What is he going to be able to say to Coop that Coop's going to be like? You're right. I don't know, man. Because it's with Dylan, with Dylan, he has DV. Eli yeah. has his dad. Not to say Burner's not talented, but you're talking about guys that he's racing. That's going to hold him accountable. And- that have that have like I said, DV's DV. John Tomac, John Tomac. Burner is not at that level. No disrespect to Burn. I like Michael Burn a lot. But what is he going to be able to say to Coop that Coop's going to go, you know what, man? You are totally right. So or am I, the, am I crazy for thinking? Like, is that is that? You're not inter- crazy. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, yeah, because you think of Alden, he doesn't give a fuck what you think. You're exactly. listening to him. Exactly. Is You're saying it can be Burn, Bjorn. Can, can Can Michael Bjorn. Michael Bjorn. Michael Bjorn be pushed over. Yeah. Yeah. How how many wins do you think he gets this year? You said eight last year? Yeah. Uh, five. I'll say five. Yeah, four or five. I'll go with six. Okay. 
Just tonight. dude, that's I think this year is is so much harder than in past years because of all the unknown things with so many guys moving over. I was gonna say there's a new lot bikes, of moving parts this new year. Bikes. New bikes. This is the most moving parts trainers. we've had in a yeah. long time. And next year's gonna be crazy too. Like because then all the said, 250 guys yeah, are all you coming got up. 250 dudes coming up. Well, people retiring. I think is Jet Lawrence going to the factory 450 team. Yeah, he's going up that early. Yeah, think? yeah. I think is it, but isn't it a stipulation? Doesn't isn't it though? If he win, I thought he had to win a title though. Because if I thought if he didn't win the title, they're not putting him no. up there. That's no. see that he's going part. That early. Huh? That he's, part. I'm he's not going. He will be on the 450 team next year. Supercross guaranteed. See that part. Why are I they going to go that early? Or not? I thought the stipulation. Huh? Why so early? Because Kenny's, Kenny's going to retire. I thought the I he is Kenny's replacement. He is a Kenny's replacement. And well, the we, real interesting thing there with that is how is Chase going to react to that? Because Chase thinks that he's going to be big dick energy and be the guy, and he's never going to be the guy. Unless he just beats him, that's the only way. The like, only that's way, the only yeah. Way. The only way he's going to be the Sign guy Colt is if Nichols he starts for a year and then move Jetta. See, I thought the stipulation was he had to win a title. I agreed with that. I didn't know that they were moving up no matter what. Yeah, I don't he's going. He's going no matter what. That. There's that's, no way he's not going. I don't think he. Uh, I think that's, that's a bad early. idea. I'm interested if they move him this year for summer if Kenny retires. No, no. He's defending that title. Who else are they going to put in there, dude? It's a big Nobody. deal for Honda to defend that title. Yeah, but who else are they going to put in there? It's just be Chase. They'll just be Chase. They'll run one dude. Also, no, they're like pretty. They they're pretty good at hiring fill-in guys for the summer. I don't know. We'll Question see. is, who would they be though? Because like both of their Honda dudes are already. Yeah. Like, anyway, back to back to back to Red Bull KTM here right. that we're on. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So you don't think he repeats the title? I do. No, if we're giving, are we giving our title picks right now? Nobody knows who yours is. So yeah. it's French. So yeah, no, I don't. You, think do you that. think he repeats? Yes. Okay. All right. Anything else with Red Bull KTM? Potatoes. I say anything. Anything else with Red Bull KTM before we wrap up here? No. Okay. Great. So title picks here. Your Frenchie. Yep. Your Webb. Cooper Webb is my title pick. I'm Webb. Two to one, we win. No. (laughs) Uh, I still (laughs) just that simple. I still pick the last champion in the 450 class, so I win. Uh, Who? Actually, I picked both of them. Who? Okay, so you guys both think that I picked Webb for Supercross last year. Oh, you did. I thought you picked Kenny. Who picked? Did you pick Kenny? I, can, I had Kenny. Okay, I think. so, uh, I, so I you, Kenny like I said, I didn't listen to the show right. from last year to yeah. prep for this. Right, like I so should have. None but. of us did. Uh, <laughs> all right, so you guys think he wins? Okay, fine, cool. It's not like I can completely dispute that. I just think French is going to win it. What, like, what is the chances though? Like, what are you giving him? Are you just like straight up no possible way anybody else wins the title? I like, got it. Like, does this go down to the last race? I got a eighty-five. No, okay, here I'll go. This I got a seventy-five percent chance Coop wins. I got a 15% chance that Eli wins it, and I got a 10% chance that Dylan wins. What about you? Well, we got to split it up in the pie. No, pieces. you don't have to. But you don't like, have to. If you want to just give a percentage, what is Coop's percentage in your opinion of winning it? 79.3, Bob. Jesus Christ. <laughs> see, for, see, for me, like even though I believe Frenchie's going to win, I think it's a 60-40. I think Coop's chances are forty percent. I think it's going to be a battle between Dylan Coop and Eli, but it's not like I fully believe Dylan's going to one hundred percent win. Like, How did the blue nuts? God, taste? a Dylan Coop battle will be so. It's going to be awesome. Good. Like I said, so if, if those two battle for the title, the winner in all of that is us as fans. Like I said, my biggest thing is but I just believe I don't think so. The well. reason why mm-hmm. I just believe Dylan's going to win is because Coop's not going to push him around. I just think you're fucking high. So I, was, I agree with you that he's not going to be able to push him around. Do you can say that all you want, but, but like, I, I was right see, about Dylan. I don't see Dylan 
doing that in you Supergirls. called one thing dude yeah you, you get one thing here we go he gets one thing right but does he give me credit about Zacho winning a 450 title one Fuck thing no. right I'm pretty sure I'll... oh boy here we one go thing. hold okay, on fine. here All we right, go cool. one thing That's here fine. we go we're Just gonna go down thing. his memory bank and I'm gonna have to go back and no, listen you didn't to pick old Supergirls shows. last year with me yeah exactly so okay Ooh. what were the other questions you had so who are you guys is it's same thing I asked for coach who do you think is gonna exceed expectation and who do you think will not live up to expectation that's it. Same thing as coach. Exceed expectation? Yeah. Who do you think is going to do better? Like, people are talking. There's a lot of different people. Can I split it 50-50 between two guys? Sure. Fine. Go ahead. Because you said you already have it in your mind. The Baker boys. AP and Mookie exceed expectations. Okay. Chase Sexton is very underwhelming. All right. You? you I think AC is going to exceed expectations. Okay. I think our arms are fixed. So I think we're going to exceed expectations. Like I said, a win. Be in the battle all year. Okay. Top five in points at the end of the year. A solid season for us. Okay. I agree with you. I agree with you that I think Sexton is going to be underwhelming. See, I think that Mookie is going to not live up to expectation, and I think that Joey exceeds expectation. That's an interesting call. Cooper? What is Mookie Mookie. what is Mookie Mookie not living up to expectations? Because I'm still scared that he is going to hit the ground more often than I am. All right, that's a fair point. I don't I don't dispute any of the guys. What is exceeding expectations with Joey? Hang on a second. I want to make a point about Sexton before I forget about it. Yeah. I wish I really would have brought this up earlier. But uh, there there's gotta be something going on. I don't know if it's the attitude thing, but he's been through three four mechanics already yeah oh What's it's gotta be that? the attitude thing 100 percent. it's gotta be the attitude thing i guess i didn't think about that without a fucking without a fucking doubt it's gotta be the attitude thing like jay dungy's probably a really Actually, solid understanding guy and he walked did i hear somewhere no that's fortner's dad never mind that's I, a situation yeah that's, oh, geez, a, that's a real big that. situation never mind i don't know what's sexy so what know. do i think exceeding expectation for joey is I think that kind of a lot of people are under the same thought of what coach is going to be. That he's just going to be very up and down. Like, yeah, even when everybody's healthy, he's not. He doesn't have a shot. He'd be like a 10 to 12 guy. I just, I think for him, he's going to get a few top fives, even when everybody's healthy. And I just think even though he's going to have those moments where you're like, what the hell are you doing? Because he just, he, that's just who he is right now. I think that he is going to be more consistently in where he was in the Cowie. Mm-hmm. Do I think he's going to bleed races? No. Do I think he's going to be fastest qualifier? Four or five times? No. But I think a lot of people right now are kind of underestimating him, and I still keep harking, harping on the fact that being with the same team two years in a row has got to be a big mental step for him. I, I would agree. And that's that. what I mean. Do I Like I said, I don't think he's going to win. I don't think he's going to get on the box. I think he gets two top fives, and I think he's more where he was in the Cowie, which was, what, five to eight pretty much all the time? Like, all right. Other than the one race that his bike blew up, he was. I don't think he was ever outside the top ten, and he was winning that race that that happened. Yeah. So... I just will say I think he's more like he was on the Cowie, just without leading the races. Yeah. So that's exceeding expectation for me. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with that. Like, yeah, I'm, it's not I, like I'm saying he's gonna win or he's gonna podium. I'm not saying that. It's great. Just, I don't have to call you stupid again. KAC lover had an eject shit on the 450. Look, your blue nuts are dangling just right like your, in your gr- mouth. Just like just your green nuts. Yeah, your green nuts are all garlic. Maybe <laughs> even worse. <laughs> Maybe even worse. <laughs> no. Yes. Hell no. Clip that. You got a fucking nine tattooed on your chest that we don't know about? No, I don't. Nine AC on your ass. Anything else? 450 wise here. Who wins A1? I'm going with Barsha. It's hard to bet against it. We're going, what, three years, four years in a row he's won? Uh, It's hard to bet against it. David Pulley. Fuck off. (laughs) Another one? What? Another one what? That's it? It's just what you're going with? (laughs) 
don't. David Not giving a serious one. You, you want go? a serious one? Yes. Yeah. Barsha just comes out swinging, man, and I think he li- he lives for the A one. Yeah, I guess Barsha's the only guy that really comes out swinging. All these other guys are question marks. Who you got? It's Eli between- Tomac. Really? No, not with his fucking arm pumping ass. Dude, I mean that would be a shocker for me. But again, it just see that would me, work. That would work right into my if he figures out the first five rounds. Me, if he wins o- a one. But see, me saying Eli Tomac and being serious about is going to win the first race proves the fact that I am not trying to hate on Eli. I'm trying to be unbiased. I'll give that to you, man. I'll I give think that to you. I legit. I have one hundred. I actually think I will give him ninety nine point nine percent chance of winning the first round. That's impressive. I, I would love to see Barsha do it again because how cool would that be? What four years in a row right yeah. now? Right, four years in a row that'd be super cool to uh, actually win a one because you know he faked it last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but Ken, I, uh, the other guy that comes out swinging first round all the time is Kenny. Yeah, that's Kenny has cool. a lot of a one wins to his uh, credit. Yeah, and even he when he had half an arm, he came out and got third. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I think Eli. I just I don't know. Something tells me that this is going to be scary for these guys. Interesting, super interesting. All right, cool. Well, this uh, has been... I can't wait. I can't so wait ready, either. Dude. I've hated this offseason. About a few weeks here, man. So this has been our 2022 450 Supercross preview show. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Episode 184. Thank you to Complete Racing Solutions, Premier Custom Trailers, TLR Coatings. Oh, boy. My list is upside down. JT Cycle, JT the Dirt Isaac Bike Nelson Depot, Designs, Ali- Clutch Media, Alias Sport, Dirt Bike Depot, Depth Creative Co., Gutter Works, Isaac Nelson Design, Clutch Media. Again, make sure to like, subscribe, comment down Smooks below. Smooks that like button. Look out for... Um, <laughs> Look out for our fantasy show coming the Friday before A1. All three of us will be on it, correct? Hey, I, we got some good giveaways well, for this guess year. Guess who uh, brought home $1,500 in fantasy wow, last year? nice job. Industry idiots. I know. Guess I w- who has a national number? Wow, really? You're looking at number 56. That's impressive. I think. Wow, you're a one-off from me and Kev's number. <laughs> I think I'm 56. I don't I have to look. I have a national number in Paul Fantasy this year. Yeah, that's cool. So you're suck so on these orange nuts. That's you're so cool, bro. So anyway, you are so thanks, cool. everyone, for tuning in. Um, we are going to do 22 bigger, better than we did last bigger, year. Bigger, better, we harder, br- and faster. I was going to say, we brought a lot of people in last I'm all year. In. We have new people to bring in this year that we're going to Hopefully do for Collins and stuff. We are going to be more structured. We are going to talk more. We tried to do the best job we could with this one of staying on track and not just deviating like we do. It's the, it's the end of the last. It's the last show. I of the do apologize for the Fuck mix up. up at the beginning. Luckily, if I'm about to film. At this I'm point. about to refilm an intro. Some people are. Somebody has to be. Uh, so I do apologize for the fuck up at the beginning. We've been off for a few weeks. I don't remember what I'm doing. So anyway, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Nico is a helmet. Nico is a helmet there. So that's pretty sweet. Thanks, hey, Cole. I had a guy that was like, "Yeah, Nico's in the." I'm taking it home though. Well, you think I'm leaving that here all year? No, I said thanks for bringing it in tonight. Oh, what the fuck? He just I got didn't think you were gonna leave this here. Jesus, <laughs> oh, I, I, th- I thought he was no. like, thanks for that. Like I'm leaving it here. No. Anyway, and, no funny story with that though. Yeah, Probably. I put it on like a memorabilia page on like Facebook. Yeah. Guy hits me up. It's like, hey man, I'd like to get that back for Nico. Like when he gets out of jail for a yeah, getting out of jail out. present. Bail his bitch ass out of get jail. Get jail out of jail present. And I'm like, I don't know about all that. And then he sends me like these messages of like talking back and forth from like the jail Jesus text Christ. with Nico. Unreal. And I'm like, no, dude. Did you tell him like, ten grand he could have it? Nico. No, some dude sucks, offered me seven hundred bucks for it. Tell him ten grand he could have it. I should have told him that. You should have. I mean always put a stupid number on things. If people want to pay stupid prices for stupid things, that's fine. 
That's a fucking cool helmet, though. It is cool. Nico, so. kiss my ass. All right. Anyway, it's too bad Nico's up. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. We will see everyone after a one. Yeah.